morning, afternoon, evening, good night. Whatever time it is. Yeah, man. We thank you for tuning in. With the greatest of hey, all man. time. This is 170 episodes, brother. That means a lot. 170 episodes, brother. 170? No, yeah, that's big time. I keep saying this. Well, I don't say this a lot. I say this to Kari a lot behind closed doors. The average podcast doesn't make it past 20 episodes. It shows. Hey, you were saying that in 2018. I remember when you first like told me that. Yeah, we 150 over that. We're really here for that. And still you said going. I told you about that when? 2018 when we started, I believe. Or maybe early 2019, but I remember you always telling me that. I was like, dang, that's crazy because I never knew that. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's 99. Somewhere between 99% of all podcasts, they never see a dime. Mm-hmm. Statistics 101. Welcome to the game, man. Yes, sir. Real life one percenters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We in the building. <clears throat> Are we ready to, to go ahead? Let's get to it. 170, man. Rise and Grind Podcast. Let's do it. I hope you were awake this weekend. (laughs) Hope you weren't under a fucking rock. Hey. We weren't. Dreamville wasn't. I'm feeling I was just a... JDJ wasn't. I was just a... Look at me. Uh... I was just a poe ass nigga before I turned into a poet. Pro kids kicking the dirt, we playing bust them up, throw it. Ain't never been off of flat shows. The fuck is a foreign. All of my heroes had zeros and customers growing. Got a lot for y'all today. Pistol point, rib showing, get the point. Try disciplining niggas, disappointed. I participated, could have been avoided, but they killing niggas trying to fill a void. Filling fouls in the drawer. It's a girl, it's a child, it's a boy in the world trying to drown out the noise. You heard that? You like that? 170, I can't even talk that shit. You said that? Make a bird bag, alert pack, the flu. Get a knife and get a gun too. Put niggas don't do kung fu. Buy the junk, y'all niggas jumped you. Pull out the punk, can't punk you. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, bitch. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, ho. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, bitch. Pull out the punk, little punk, bitch. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, bitch. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, ho. Pull out the punk, can't punk me, bitch. Pull out the punk, little punk, bitch. Okay, what's happening? Shouting from the land where the preachers always packing. Shouting, no, I'm never lacking. Shouting, pull pit pulls that ratchet. Each other like it's a podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir, Jakar. We are here in the building, man. Let's do it, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. 170 episodes, another milestone. We get to check off the list. I'm feeling great about that. Yeah, um, we fast paced headed towards 200. I know, man. It's gonna be here quicker than we expected. Yeah, in the first place. Yeah, there's certain numbers that I don't know. Not I don't know why. It means a lot to us. Number one, mm-hmm. but like in general, there's certain numbers that I guess mean a lot, and for 70, of course, that means a lot to us. 175, I feel like, is going to be one of those that means yeah. a lot. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, to us, it's going to be 180, 190, 195, things like that. But then the next big one is going to be 200. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will hit 200 and three and four. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I just, you know, we was talking a little bit in the intro, just 2018, man. Who would have ever thought? We'll be here once again at 170. Like, it's just crazy. That's a question that I was going to ask you just now Mm -hmm. um, that I don't think I've ever asked. I've never even asked myself this. Uh, When you started the podcast, how long do you think you'd be doing a podcast? Um, 
an honest answer, maybe like a, a few months, you know? Because really? when I first so the very first let me let me be honest, the very first time, you know, I came just like as a guest. Right. So I really thought that was gonna be my only time. Okay. If I'm being honest. Um but then obviously, you know, once I left and I was just like, bro, I fuck with that shit, boom, boom. Um I just knew as long as we was all in it, we we would always do it. Okay. I, I don't think okay. I ever really thought about the end. It's just like shit. If one day we woke up and was like, we not doing it, it was just like shit. Whatever episode we was at at that time, you know. Okay. Okay. Damn, that shit sounds sad to even fucking think about. Uh, <laughs> it was different back then, bro. Like, uh, <clears throat> like I said, coming in, like I'm not, I'm not even knowing the vision. I'm not like this is just this was just a, a weekend gig for me. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I really didn't didn't have the division like that at first, so I can't say it. I would have even imagined one seventy, you know what I'm saying, one fifty, a hundred, none of that. Oh yeah, well, and I can't I can't say in the midst of any of that that there weren't times that I'd be like, damn, like we could stop, like yeah. we could quit, like it's easy. We could leave it right here, like it's easy, it's easy to do that. I'm so fucking glad, man. We didn't stop that <laughs> shit. Even through the hiatus, man, we yeah. could have we could have never came back, dog. Yeah, we did have a hiatus. I, never mind. We'll we'll leave the we'll leave the. What do you think about what if the blah 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 during this? Yeah. We would have been potting during that. Where would this have been then? That we'll leave that off pod. Okay. How was your week? I mean, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Yeah, great weekend. Uh, you know, we we linked up over the weekend. We had some some planning that we had to get done. So absolutely, um, that was good. And I really just had a, a great week over. I had a great Friday. I'm going to say that. Um, I just, the editing, everything for the pod, like we had a smooth week for the pod. Like everything was just good for the pod. Numbers, everything. Friday was just a good day at work. And um, the weekend, like I said, I just knew I, I had shit that I wanted to get done. So I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm in hot spirits, bro. I feel, um, I feel great, man. I feel good as well. Um, like you said, things is rolling smooth. Wise, we're back in a nice little. Um, we're back. We're back in an amazing place behind the scenes of the pod. Mm-hmm. We're always in a great place, but we're, we're in an amazing place behind the scenes of the pod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, um, we stay in a good place in front of the pod. I look amazing. <laughs> no, my bad. Sorry, you, you, you're looking. You're looking dandy over there, you know Corey. I'm, I'm looking good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <clears throat> um, but no, yeah, pod developments are, are rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot coming for y'all. No homo. Um, in the next the next month, I'd say. Very fast. Yeah. Um, okay. It's it's Monday. Are we are we getting the accolades out for them now? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Let's, I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah, that. I was gonna say it's Monday. Let's yeah, go ahead yeah. and do it. Um, you'll be seeing this on our socials later. Yeah. But um, as it pertains to Apple Podcasts. We have reached and uh, surpassed the 20,000 listens, Mark. You know, 20,000 plays. That's over, wow. you know. Wow, bro. It's crazy, y'all, because even with that, we were just at 15. And that seems like it wasn't that long ago, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. I don't remember when it was. But getting to 20, man, this was just – it's just amazing to see the numbers, bro, because like we said, you know – we didn't just came so far with this shit, bro. So to see twenty thousand on one platform, this is just one single platform. You know what I'm saying? This is not even just everything. This is just one single platform. So like that's that's crazy. I want you to know if you base that just off of our uh, our percentages, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm comfortable with saying this to the pod. Overall, across all listening uh, 
platforms that puts us near the 75 75 to 100,000 mark wow somewhere in there uh it's amazing man across all listening all platforms, platforms. Yeah. that's amazing bro <clears throat> yeah just because we list we list apple right now it's somewhere mm-hmm. between 20 uh 24 and like 20 and 24% man bro of our listenership yeah it's amazing man it's amazing shout out to everybody on on all platforms but uh absolutely but yeah, the Apple shit just twenty thousand on, on one single platform. It's it's just crazy to think, man. It's like, great, man. It's big. I'm just I'm blessed, bro. I'm grateful for you. Like I, I appreciate every single listen down to the, the very first one, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I'm damn near lost for words at this shit, bro. It's just like damn, I'll be looking at the charts. I'm like, bro, ain't no way that shit didn't grew that much in the last four years. You know what I'm saying? It's the same, actually, if, yeah. if you if you think about it. Um I want to thank our listenership for rocking with us uh, for damn near. We're we're entering September soon, so damn near four years straight. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. Um, y'all have come to love us. Y'all have come to listen to us twice a week. Um, y'all stuck with us. We sticking with y'all. We've got way, way, way more for y'all coming in the future. If y'all think that we taking care of y'all now, we about to put the cherries on top of your Sunday. <laughs> I, I saw all I can say. I, I can't. I can't wait for what's to come to this podcast. Yeah, I don't even want to sound like I'm rambling, but yeah, yeah. for the listenership, uh, every listener, uh, every DSP that you're listening on, the viewership everywhere that you're watching, we fucking thank y'all. Um, especially that Apple listenership for getting us to that twenty thousand mark. Yep. Um, we love y'all. Hey man, there's, there's nothing else I can say really to add to that. Just, um, just thank you once again, man. We, w- we wouldn't be able to do this without the support, without the listens, without the downloads, without the plays, you know, uh, the comments, the shares, all that shit, bro. Like everything matters, you know, the retweets, the likes, everything. So I'm just grateful, man, you know, because I think about it. So two times out the week now, like you said, like we taking up an hour, 30 to two hours of your time. You know what I'm saying? You spending that time with us two times a week. And those are those hours. We see them. Yeah. We see them in total hours that yeah. y'all listen to us. It means a lot when you're crossing a hundred hours. Yep. These like two. These, That's like, what I'm saying. Like think about that in in a in the course of a year. Mm-hmm. How many hours listen that is to us? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's just like wow, bro. So yeah, it's crazy. It's to the point where viewers and listeners grow close to us. Yeah. Y'all are our family. Yeah, like facts, facts. To the facts. point where. There are people that might not have been close friends with me before or close to me before that might have found a common interest in music. Mm-hmm. And now when Jid drops or when J. Cole drops or when Kanye drops, they'll send me their review yeah. or they'll send me something. And it's not unnormal. It's yeah. not out of the normal for mm-hmm. me to receive that. And I'm going to reply I'm like, hell no, that sucks. Stop, <laughs> Stop sending me that shit. <laughs> Send me something that's way better than that. Right, no, I'm right, just playing. Right. I'm, I'm not like that. But yeah, uh, nah. to the point where I can really converse with the with the fan base, man. Mm-hmm. I love y'all, dog. Yeah, definitely, man. Like I've said before, love when y'all, you know, message us, tap in. Let us know where y'all from. Let us know, you know, um, you know, recently people was like, this shit helping us get through our day at work. You know, that shit carries me bro man that shit is great right that shit carries me when bro. people tell me man like of course we've had the dogs tell us and that meant a lot yeah. the first time i heard that of course um and it's when we start hearing people that 
we didn't go to school with. Strangers, bro. Yeah. At the end that of the day, yeah. We didn't go to work with. Yeah. That we didn't run into one time at the store or at the automobile shop mm-hmm. or at the grocery store that's telling us they love the podcast. They found our socials, mm-hmm. sought us out. They're somewhere either in the DM or in the request or something like that. We love your podcast. You get us through the day. Keep it up. Yo. This is amazing, bro. I appreciate that more than anything. Absolutely. More than anything. As soon as I got that shit, sent it to you like, bro, look, look at this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, this shit is crazy. Thank y'all. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm grateful, man. Thank you once again. 20K boys. I was going to say for Apple Podcasts, 20,000 plays and over. We want to thank y'all, the listenership, the viewership. We want to thank Apple, the platform. We want to thank Podbean. Um, yeah. Just love to go around, man. Love is in the air. Levels, numbers. Yes, sir. Let's do it. You're doing good. Yeah, good job, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Are you ready to move on? Yeah, let's do it, man. Where are we at, man? Let's do this. <clears throat> you want to get right into the uh, the albums, the music? Yeah, let's. Or let's, do we have a um, a topic that you wanted to start with? <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't gone. Do you want to do this, Kari? Let's do it, man. Come on. Okay. You sit down with a woman or you sit down with a woman and her parents Mm -hmm. and they ask you, what are your intentions with my daughter? Mm -hmm. Where do you go with that? And you're on the spot. You didn't know you were going to meet the parents today. Right. You didn't think you were going to meet the parents today. You didn't prepare this question. Mm -hmm. Usually if you know you're going to meet a mother or father, you have your array of questions already like in your head, like your answers are, Pre-populated. Right. You've thought of this already. Where are we going with this off of the jump? Off the jump, man. Off rip. You probably gotta go. Yeah, man. I I I want to fuck your daughter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you gotta <laughs> tread lightly. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't say that to the parents. We're gonna go out, have a nice night. <clears throat> yeah. So I think you gotta tread lightly. I think you gotta introduce yourself. You know what I'm saying? Talk about yourself a little bit first. That has nothing to do with your intentions. No, yes, it do. Yes, okay. It do. You you're a manipulator. You got to show them your background. Okay. You got to show them how you was raised. You're a manipulator. No, no, no. You got to how you was raised, right? Then you got to come sweet and gentle. You know what I'm saying? You got to be honest. Like, I'm just trying to get to know your daughter. I don't know her. We just met. I'm not sure of what my intentions are. Maybe you say that at first. You can't go in saying... I'm just here to drop this dick off in your daughter. <laughs> you can't say that, bro. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Mr. James. Uh, <laughs> we're going down to the club. Yeah. I'm going to have a little something to drink. She got a little something to drink. Yeah. She feeling me. I'm feeling her. Mm-hmm. Did, 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 did. Right. If she got the vibes, I got the vibes. Right. Like, it's you already right. know I'm going to fuck. Yeah, it's you know I'm going to fuck, Mr. James. <laughs> you know your daughter. You know your daughter. You know your daughter, know your daughter better than I know her. <laughs> you know I'm going to fuck. I was going to say, you made her. Bro, <laughs> you made her. No, but um, you might be right. I've just never, I've never been good at that exact question with a parent. Now, of course, like when I have time to actually distribute this question yeah. to a lady, like I can think. Um, but on the spot, no sex. So have you <clears throat> okay. have you been asked that question before? Absolutely. What was your answer? Um, did you and and did you have time to prepare, or were you put on the spot? One time, I think I didn't have time to prepare, but um, I was like 16. I, 
No. You saying bullshit at 16. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna marry your daughter. You're right. Come on now. You already know. Like, <laughs> now let's go out to eat. Right. <laughs> that you paying for it. Because the parents pay for the, the I think parents. I might tell any father I'm gonna marry her. Okay. Still to this day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey man, I'm just asking. I don't know your of, style. Of course my intentions would be to marry your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and then slaughter your daughter. <laughs> I'm gonna marry your daughter. Yeah. Um but no. Fuck. Okay. All right, never mind. We shouldn't have got into this. <laughs> um, we can move right on to the albums. Let's do it. <clears throat> do you want to start DJ Khaled? Let's yeah. not waste any time. Let's get right to God it. God did. DJ Khaled's album is released. How do you feel? Had a lot of hype behind it. A lot of hype. A, a lot, lot of, of big artists. A lot of big features. Yeah. Uh, great music. So, first listen, I love it. Um, I, I love the album. Great music. DJ Khaled knows how to put an album together. Um, what I will say, and this is not hate, this is still rooted in love. I don't think the DJ Khaled albums are for me anymore. Yeah, they don't hit the same anymore. It don't hit the same. So I, it, this is great music. Yeah. And um, even the excitement that we had was rightfully so. Like I, I'm not, I'm not mad that I, that I was excited and all of that. The music is great, but it's just like, yes, you can go get all these artists and make a album that has tons of artists. But sometimes I'm like, man, they don't even fit on the song together. Like I'm cool with it being star studded. I understand that's what he does, but if the songs, if every song is not a banger, not a hit, if you're gonna go get these top artists, it's like every song got a hit. And sometimes it just be like normal, regular songs that I'm never going to go back to that be on the album. Yeah, with this album, it, it starts for me. <clears throat> it starts great, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't mean like chronological oh, order. Okay, okay, I, I bad, mean, it, it starts with me that, yes, this is this is amazing music. DJ Khaled, I feel like, is only worried about star-studded. Um He knows what it takes to make a hit record. Mm -hmm. So he lines his album up full of potential hit records rather than resting on good music or or genuine real music. Right. You said the word potential. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of DJ Khaled songs have. These albums, they have great potential because you have the best artists who are in the game. But I don't think... Like you said, he really sits down and cares about the quality of the music so much. It's just like, this is a hit. Let's just get it out. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. It's like, bro, I don't need to hear four or five artists on one song sometimes, three artists on a song one time. Like, spread it out. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have to have 18 songs with five niggas on every track. There's um, there's no soul behind the music. I'll say no that. Love. No love behind it, yeah. I mean, but maybe we shouldn't be expecting that because it's really just a producer compilation tape. Now, like, I, I just with think, his older albums. Oh, my bad. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. I know. Go ahead. With his older albums, because we we keep going back to his older albums, and I keep going back to Major Key because before then, I don't think you could say he really had a huge critically acclaimed album of course he had the we the best era with um rick ross and um I'm trying to think ace hood mm -hmm. things like that but 
he didn't have a critically acclaimed album. So he was working hard towards that. So with Major Key, you felt it. You felt how hard he was working in that. And once he had reached that height, the next album after that, Grateful, you felt the tip top of that. After that, I just felt like the heart and soul of like whatever's pushing this mm-hmm. isn't in there anymore just because I've made the I connections. Made yeah. I, I've made the connections to where I can do this every album if right, I want right, to. Right, right, right. And that's what he's done. Yeah. That's what he's done. But no, I agree. I was going to say the same thing. That's why I wanted to let you go. I already knew which, uh, where he was going to go. But it's just like those albums, even though it's still a, a compilation, there was a story behind like each song. You know, it was a, it was a meaning to the album. Major key, like it was a meaning to that album. This is just a bunch of good songs together. And I guess if you slap the words God did on every song, it, it gives it the same vibe. Right, right, right. But it's not. Yeah, yeah. This is a great... <sighs> it's great. Yeah, we're not hating on the music, bro. It's some great-ass No, it sounds here. like we're hating on it. No, no, no. It I, definitely well, sounds well, like we're hating clear. on it. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. not hating on the music. It's great music. It's great songs on here. But I just think the excitement of it is already gone for me. Off off of one listen, I'm like, uh, okay, I get it, but... Mm. What I'm going to say is going to sound like, hey, I'm good on the, the DJ Khaled albums from here on out. That's not hateful. That's honesty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is great music. Mm-hmm. I just think the era that we're expecting him to knock our socks off, that's not coming back. And I'm actually, I was starting to uh, get annoyed with all of the Avengers and Thanos and Dragon Ball Z posts. Mm-hmm. They were talking about all of the uh, the features that assembled to make the album mm-hmm. great. It's great. It's it, never mind. It's too much. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's, it's just, overwhelming. Yeah, bro, it's an overload. It's an overload to a point where it's just like, damn, it's eighteen songs filled with everybody, you know. Yeah, and it's just like, like you said, there's there's no meaning behind the music. Um, not to repeat ourselves, but I did want to single out some songs that are great. Me too. So I want to start, let's start at the intro. We talked about what we was going to say about Drake, how we felt about Drake coming in. We wanted Drake to not go crazy, upbeat, rapping all over the intro. Mm -hmm. And he did exactly that. He did not rap all over the intro. He, in fact, didn't rap at all. (laughs) I was going to say, he didn't even rap at all. The intro was about, what, 36 seconds, something Uh, like that? About 45, I think. And Drake raps were about 30 of it. Okay. Something like that, yeah. Um, but not what not what we expected, but also not what I wanted. It was what we wanted, but not what we wanted. We didn't want him to rap all over the album and I mean all over the track and ruin the intro. Right. But we wanted him to give us a song. Something. This is like a voice recording. The intro is called <laughs> No Secret. Um he he kind of sang. It was yeah. the singy rap drake yeah, for yeah. about 45 to 50 seconds something yeah. like that it sounds good it's hard but it's just like what the, <laughs> yeah it was good but like, like i can't hate on it though i'm hating on the fact that you don't just do a drake song Corey, he gave you staying alive okay you can't hate because he just gave you a number one hit i'm not hating i'm just saying that song is two two three years old at this point you know what i'm saying so I get that. I'm just saying, if if he gave if he gave the leading single, 
the intro didn't have to be that long from okay. it. Okay. Um, gotcha. We did expect more from it. I will yeah. say that we definitely expected more from it. Fast forward to number two, God Did, featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, and Jay Z. Another track that we talked about heavily before the album came out. I think this track is amazing, though. I think the vocals from the beginning, the God Did vocals, still should have been the intro to this album. I don't think this should have been the background or the bed to this song. Um, All three of these verses are crazy. I wish we could have thrown this behind a beat without the God Did vocals. So it could have sat alone, mm-hmm. uh, and the guy did vocals would have would have uh, it would have crowned this damn album. Yeah, yeah, those uh, those vocals definitely should have been by themselves. Yeah, because he sped them up. <clears throat> yeah, he sped them up once the once the niggas bars start coming in, once the verse starts. But it still sounds good. This was, um, of course, this is gonna be the song everybody talks about. Yes, the the reuniting of Jay Z and Lil Wayne. Jay Z and Lil Wayne. We told y'all since two thousand and eight. Eight. Carter three, Carter three, Mister Carter, Mister Carter track. So yeah, um, Wayne. Went, well, let's start with Ross. Ross goes first. Ross goes crazy. Ross, Ross does what Ross does. Luxury rap, crazy, crazy. Then Wayne comes in like he's in his damn prime again. Wayne is rapping. <clears throat> How do you rap this good for twenty years? Uh, because he knew Jay Z was gonna be on the track. <laughs> if Lil Wayne decides to get on the track, knowing that Jay Z is gonna yeah. be on the track too, yeah, I'm gonna slaughter this real quick. Facts, you got to, got to. Uh, but yeah, but then Hove did. I was gonna say, and then Hove said, "Oh my God, this is what Wayne did? Right? There's no way I can top this unless I put down three times this nigga's verses, uh, eighty bar." He put down 84 bars. <laughs> this nigga, like, uh, you know how, bar. like, an unofficial rapper or a nobody, something like that, might run into one of the biggest of the biggest on the street, and they're asked to do a rhyme or something like that, and you'll give me eight bars. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z gave him 84 bars. He rapped for three and a half minutes. I don't think I've ever heard Jay-Z rap that long on a song, like on a feature. I don't know if he's ever rapped that long. On a feature, absolutely not. That was crazy. That verse is amazing. It was it was crazy. I turned it off. You turned it off? I'm not <laughs> listening to a fucking verse that long, man. Now, I, the first time I listened to it, and it was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. amazing. I'm not playing that, that song that long. Really? That song is like six minutes long, Corey. God did. You skipping God did? Wow, look at you. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I didn't even think of it like that, yeah, Kari. God did. Whoa. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> I can't skip that. Nah, you can't skip the God did. You can't even, you can't skip anything on this album, actually. No. Nah. Because you're skipping God did. Nah. Just that one. God did this, though. Did he? You tell me. All right, moving forward, we got Use This Gospel. We also had another legendary collaboration reuniting mm-hmm. Eminem and Kanye West produced by Dr. Dre in which right before I asked Kari then what did Dr. I mean I said what what did DJ Khaled do if Dr. Dre produced this uh yeah I said he uh what I said he narrated he A&R'd it okay that's all he did because yeah he didn't produce this one okay I just wanted to make sure I, I didn't know what DJ Khaled did maybe they so. gave him a credit on him maybe him and Dre Okay, no, 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 I take this back. He said something at the end of the song, and he was like, thank you, Dre, for giving me this song. He gave him the song. So, you know, 
I didn't. I didn't get to the end of that song. You didn't play the song. I didn't get to the end of it. Why? Eminem. Kari, don't do that. Eminem had the hardest part on this album. I just don't like this song. This is one of them songs where I, where I think it didn't fit. I don't think M fit on that beat. That was a Kanye song. That was a Kanye beat to me. I was just like, um, yeah, that was. It sounded weird to me. That song came out on Jesus is King. It was originally for Yandi. It was a completely different song than the one that even was released. But um, I didn't really like it. Like it's not bad, but I just I like it. I was just like, man, God, what? I don't listen to a whole lot of new Eminem, so it was actually good to hear Eminem for me. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's all right, man. I just hate like I was expecting Kanye to rap as well. I was too. That's why I'm but saying like I wasn't really when I found out that it was the use this gospel track that was coming out. Um, mm-hmm. The album came out Thursday night, Friday morning. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I found out their track together was going to be um, That's use this gospel. Yeah. So from that point on, I was like, okay, I've heard this song before, and he doesn't rap on it, and even the rap that he does put on it i don't really care for the jesus king kanye yeah so i knew what this was going to be but eminem that sounded refreshing to me i was ready for that track four um we don't have to go through this whole thing track for track that was future and little baby i thought that was all right um what are your standouts for this yeah it's a few uh the way past luck 21 savage the track by himself we played that in pre-production we both loved that one um i like the one with lotto and city girls Okay. Uh, bills paid, and I like the one with Gunner, the Gunner and Roddy Rich. Uh, Fam, good, we good. I like that one as well. So, this is good music. Like I said, bro. Like, like I hope we not sounding like we telling y'all not to play it. Like this is a great album. Uh, we just, you know, of course we're gonna critique and have our thoughts, but definitely like this is a standout. They're standout songs. Or what, what? What was you playing? Uh, it ain't safe. Nardowick and Kodak Black. Okay. That shit is fire. Nardowick snapped. Nardowick went crazy on that yeah. track. I don't know what the hell got into Nardowick. He went. Did you hear that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He snapped on that track. The one with Future and SZA, uh, beautiful. Yeah, that was good. Too. I like that track. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, God did way past luck with Twenty One, and I, I think that's. I think those are my standouts. You mm-hmm. you talked about the fam good, we good. Um, I do want to highlight. I feel like that was something sitting around. From Gunna, that he was like, okay, Gunna's inside. Let's get this out. Yeah, you felt like the the course was super repetitive. You said as fuck, and you you felt like uh, Roddy went crazy though. Roddy yeah, went yeah, crazy. Roddy went crazy. But you felt like Gunna, his verse wasn't long enough, right? You said, yeah, Lucy. Okay. Um, there was there was something else on this album. Oh, the twenty, not the twenty one, the Juice World track. That was crazy. Yeah. That was I like that track. Yeah, the Juice World um, crazy. That also sounded like another track that wasn't. A DJ Khaled track that more than likely that that was someone from Bibby's side that mm-hmm. that gave that track to DJ Khaled because uh, the chorus had him inside of it. Yeah, yeah. If you can even you pointed out when we were listening to it during pre-production, if you listen to that song, you've never heard a song produced like that by uh, by DJ by Khaled. DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a song that Juice World already had, like you said. So with us saying that, that just adds to the point once again of what we said at the beginning previous albums it's like dj khaled produced every song himself maybe but there was a message or a theme to the album we just said on this one there's there's tracks where we know 
people were just giving him shit. Like, here, this could be a hit. This could be a hit. You know, the Juice World song, this could be a hit. The Dr. Dre produced beat, this could be a hit. You know, so it's just this one just has a different feel. That's that's why I'm saying, like, the music is great. I just feel like Khaled's um, approach to the album just isn't the same. Yeah, and I, I was able to go back and look through with the Juice World track. Yeah, he didn't he didn't produce that yeah, track. Of now, of course, not. he's listed as a composer. Yeah, of course. Um, things of course. like that. But... Yeah, the feelings, like you said, the feelings just... You can feel it, bro. It's a little different. Yeah, you feel it in the music, man. Like, music is, is touching. And sometimes you feel it off first listen, like, mm. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I haven't felt anything from the God Did yet. I've only heard it once, so I'm definitely going to play it again. But God Did was supposed to be touching. Godly. You know what I'm saying? Godly. You know, and like, it, and it it wasn't for me off the first listen. I'm gonna just be honest. The way I'm not gonna lie to you, and it it even had the same amount of features. I'd say the way Donda hit, mm-hmm. even if it necessarily you wouldn't say godly, like something behind it just felt like it was church. That was church music, bro. But I mean, the feeling too yeah, yeah, is yeah. like, oh, this there's realness behind it, like. Yeah. I can feel the message, mm-hmm. not the message, but like I can feel the angle mm-hmm. you're taking this towards. Right, right. I, I feel this one. For sure. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if everyone felt the way we felt. The album's doing well. He's set to do 115 the first week. More than likely, he'll have the number one album in the world. It's DJ Khaled, man. What do we expect? He's the best. We're the best. We're the best, man. We've been the best. But, um, of course, number one, he deserves that. I'm glad he's doing 100. We need to put respect on all oh, yeah. albums. Absolute respect to DJ Khaled. Yes. I'm not saying that he didn't put his full effort into this album. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve everything that comes from this. All those sales, the number one spot, all the accolades. He'll, I'm sure he'll be nominated for a lot of awards for this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the... the the fans, the the viewers, the listeners. Oh yeah, throw your flowers in his yeah, fucking man. face. Like stream that music. You know what I'm saying? That's great music. That's the music that's supposed to do a hundred in the first week. Music is subjective. And just because we sat up here and said things as it pertained to his albums in the past doesn't take anything away from the what we just said that the album's great. It's yeah. a stack full of great artists that make great music and that translates to nothing but great songs. So check that out. Yep, yep, yep. God did, DJ Khaled. Um the album that we need to get into next, of course, is going to be Dreamville's very own Jitty Jid. Yes, sir. The Forever Story that came out on Friday as well. Mm-hmm. And I've been spinning this one like crazy. This was my favorite drop of the weekend, man. Been waiting on this for four years. We finally get the Forever Story by Jid. Um, and I want to let you go first, man. How, how are you feeling about Jid? Okay. This album is fucking amazing. Um, from one to fifteen, you can feel it the entire way through. This album's about an hour long. Um, everything about this is great. I don't think I have any bad words for Jid. In pre-production, I talked to you about how he's one of the only artists that, as his album approached, we weren't worried about his marketing schemes. Right. We weren't worried about his singles. We weren't worried about the angles that he's going to use approaching this, how he's going to drop it. None of that. We knew the album was going to have great music, genuine music, real music. Mm-hmm. We were just waiting on Jid to put this out. He delivered exactly what we were waiting for. Man, he delivered that and more, bro. Like this, this 
is one of the best projects of the year. I'm just gonna this say this is it. amazing. It's one he, of the best projects of the year, man. There like, you go, Corey. Hey, I'm doing it again. He's doing bro. it again. He didn't accept <laughs> it last time, but I'm doing it again. Now man. all of a sudden he's okay with the fact that he's had a few albums that he's listed. Yeah. We had a conversation over the weekend. We did, we did. And Corey's realized that he's he's has about six or seven album of the years. I'm I'm saying that's gonna be in the discussion. Oh brother, yeah. I, I wasn't saying is the best. I know, I know what you said. I like One to make broad, best. like Donald Trump like statements yeah, yeah, to where yeah. they're so blanketed that they can't be fought. Facts, facts. Uh but nah, bro, definitely one of the best projects of this year. It's it's no question, man. The the music is is that good. J, like we said, one of the best rappers out but just the overall flow and the message and the stories behind this album bro like you can tell it took four years to work on this like it's quality music it's great it's bro it's so good but i can't stop i can't stop playing it you keep saying that and i actually never really took into account that his last tape was dicaprio 2 four years ago bro four years ago 2018 wow Wow. It's been a long time. That's why I was so excited. I said that. That's why I was so excited, bro. Like, we haven't gotten a Jid album. Of course, he stayed relevant. He was on everybody's songs, but. And there's there's been a couple of Dreamville tapes right, exactly. in, yeah. in the midst of that. So right. that's kind of why it seems like you've gotten a lot of Jid in there. And he's been everywhere that the Dreamville crew is. Mm -hmm. So um, are there other artists that haven't dropped in that long? When's the last time Ari dropped? And we're going to get back to, to Jid. 19. Shea Butter Baby was like 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So all of them are of them. very overdue mm -hmm. for an album. Okay. But let's get back to Jid. Do you have favorites from this already? Yes, man. You know, we talked about a couple that we... We intro with Can't Punk Me. Yeah, of course. So that intro that you heard, that was Jid's Can't Punk Me, uh, Jid and Earth Gang. Mm -hmm. That uh, dance now that's already out has, has stuck to me. It's, yeah. it's damn near like a catchy song for yeah, me now. Bro. It's crazy, like the switch up of the beat on that one is amazing. Uh, but Stars, number 11, that's one of my favorites. That's the best song on the album so far. Yeah. This is one of those, I don't say this a lot. See, now you're doing it. No, I really don't say <laughs> I really don't say this a lot. You can tell once I get into it. I think I said this with Kendrick's, and I said this with Ben Staples' ben albums. Yeah. This is one of the albums that is so good the favorites change okay you don't get many albums in a year that is so good you have a favorite a certain day and then a couple of weeks later you have another favorite and then a couple of weeks later uh, a couple of weeks later there's another one yeah this has four five six seven favorites tucked mm -hmm. inside of it yeah yeah and it's funny because you even said that when the album first came out you sent track two to the group chat radar thinking that was going to be the best song because it's just like damn he went crazy already you get to the end of the album you're like damn i wish i would have sent this one instead i got to crack sandwich which was a number, <laughs> number four and i was like damn i wish i would have sent that one <laughs> crack sandwich is amazing yeah. and there's a little story about whooping ass at the mm -hmm. end like i fuck with that mm -hmm. um brother and him with little dark little dark that's another favorite for uh, sure, that's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, Dirk went crazy, man. I I don't know if he killed a feature like that in a while. Like that, was, I was like, damn, Dirk. I was really impressed. It's because Dirk does nothing really but drill and gangsta love tracks. So when someone that's not straight trap drill like Jid yeah. has a beat like that and puts a little Dirk on it, mm -hmm. 
it's different for Lil Durk. Even though that's something that he could slide easily, it's not something he would normally be on. The same way the slide around tracks, things like that. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't normally have a Lil Durk on it. It sounds new. It sounds fresh. That's why I like having Lil Durk on that track. No, yeah, that's a great point because uh, when when the the features came out, I was shocked to see Durk as a feature as well. So and just the boom, boom, yeah, bro. boom, boom, like it's it's not something he would normally ever put on his his albums mm-hmm. or get on as a feature. Right. But Jid in that Dreamville campus, they're undeniable. They got what, the ear for it, like yeah, yeah. But I mean, like they're undeniable when they send that when they send for that that verse. Oh, you putting that verse in for Dreamville? <laughs> yeah, bro. When Cole sends for that, like, of course that's Jid, but like over the top, like that's that's Cole. Like mm-hmm. this is Cole's productions. When Cole sends for that verse, you get that verse. Yeah, for sure. You're lucky if you get the <laughs> the Cole verse. Yeah, a lot of people not getting them. Yeah, even though he been doing hella features. Um, another standout though, number seven, Cody Blue Thirty One. I think that's one of the best songs on this album as well that's why i agree with you like my favorites are going to change pretty much every day better days oh my god oh my god guys <laughs> it's that good man it's really that good bro this album is amazing we're not gonna skip past can't make you change jid yeah. and ari lennox yeah. you you already know how the fuck they come in yeah, you know how that sound you ain't gotta hear it i was gonna say we really didn't even have to speak on it i just out of respect i'm mm-hmm. i'm saying something about that track but um i skipped all the way down to better days that might be thinking about it outside of stars. My favorite track on the album so far. Even at just in time with Lil Wayne, bro. Lil Wayne got a crazy verse on there too. Yeah. So um, it's just there's nothing bad that we can say about this album, bro. It's that good. It's 15 songs. It's perfect. This is an A plus album. Yes, bro. One of the best albums of the year. I'm gonna keep saying it. This album's set to do around twenty seven to thirty thousand the first week. That I'm not happy with. I'm not happy with that either. <laughs> I'm not happy with I that. I am not happy with that, man. I thought Jizz shit would ring off more than that, man. But it is, you know, four years, like we said, removed from the previous. Yes, he's been building his fan base. So, of course, I don't think he will ever do this again. And you're dropping on DJ Khaled Day. You are dropping uh, with DJ Khaled, who's taking up 115 of that. So, yes, there's a lot of factors here that, you know, are in play. Um but I think this is still something that they'll look at and they'll probably grow from. I don't think Jid next time does 30,000 first week. He's no, gonna, absolutely He's going to do 50, 60, 70. Like, he's going to continue to climb. So I don't look at that, you know, as being super bad for Jid. I attribute a lot of this to him being a B-list artist mm-hmm. dropping in the A-list quarter. On an A-list day. On an A-list day. <laughs> He had he dropped his nuts <laughs> yeah. with this album. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, bro. With no Cole feature and dropping it in the A list season, he dropped it during Legend season. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you don't mess with the A list. You yeah, Jid. <laughs> yeah. Like now I yeah, bro. now like hats off and shout out claps to Jid for dropping right when he did because that's big. That's mm-hmm. one of those J Cole drops Born Center on Kanye Day. Yeah, yeah. But um. That's the reason I think why we're seeing the twenty-seven to thirty thousand projections is because he's dropping in the midst of the big dogs. Yeah, and I think I think his second week is going to be impressive because I've seen so many people like in the industry talk about how good this album is. Right, so I think once people realize, once you get over the DJ Khaled hype, yeah, because week, because this has more replay value right, than gonna, the DJ you're Khaled. You're going to go album. back to this exactly. That's what I was going to say. You're going to go back to this. So his second week, we should probably 
keep eye on second that. third fourth week things like that yeah. that's when you need to watch jid's numbers uh because after the second and third week now we're gonna see if one of these dj Khaled songs grows into a hit record mm-hmm. if it does we're looking at something completely different then you're gonna look at dj Khaled's album stay Stand. stay in that that spot for some weeks yeah but sure. um but yeah you can see this for sure come with uh with jid's album yeah. more numbers just because he's gonna have that replay value stick no matter what yeah bro agreed but an a plus album i love it bro the forever story jid once again check that out on your dsps absolutely um do we have other albums that we needed to get to uh no nah. uh that was really the only two albums i played i'm not sure if anything else came out but those are the only two that i really played yeah i don't i don't think so we got a lot of singles though we did we did uh Lil TJ, we talked about how he was out of the hospital. Yes, or not out of the hospital. He was up and moving around. Mm-hmm. He's talking, things like that. Mm-hmm. He dropped a track from the hospital. Hey, bro. Should I have said? Yeah, they brought the stool to the hospital, man. Yeah, man. He had a track called Beat the Odds that just released on Friday. And I love it. I love it, too, man. Uh, the cover art, like you said, is a picture of him recording in the hospital room. So. In the hospital bed, yeah. Or in the seat in next the seat. to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So it just adds to it. It adds to the the emotion of the song and this song is emotional it's it's pain rap you know he, he talks about his story he talks about getting shot seven times he talks about that day he talks about what's going to happen next and the thoughts that were going through his head at that time you know it's it's a real personal song bro i love it i love it i love it so much just because i saw that gruesome video yes if you watch that video seeing this nigga cheese and seeing this nigga like hey you didn't get me means like that's a lot that's a lot especially for somebody that like i I was really starting to fuck with bro music too we we was just talking about how we was fucking with him more and more and more right before that shit happened yeah um it's good to see and he's gonna blow the fuck up after this oh it's over for you niggas bro little tj finna take off yeah i'm not gonna lie and i'm a little tj fan so i i don't mean this in a bad way i mean like if y'all didn't want him to blow up Hey, y'all should have killed him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> y'all should if that's what yeah. y'all was if that's what they was trying to do, hey, y'all should have got that done because Man, now he's oh, he's about to be a fucking star now. Now he's untouchable. Um he, <laughs> this is 95 pop. Yeah, bro. Did you you know what you just did? <laughs> just gave that nigga the juice. Imagine shooting a nigga in the neck that many times and he talked the same. Bro, they just gave that nigga the juice. He has the juice now. This nigga has the juice for I saw him standing up, walking. So I was like, up oh, legs. <laughs> oh, he's walking. It's over <laughs> it's for like, these oh, niggas, bro. It's like, oh, brother. That nigga didn't have crutches or nothing. Nothing, bro. It's like, oh, as long as, as, long as this nigga's neck gets sturdy. <laughs> that's all we needed, bro. And, and um, as long as his voice was still good, that's all we was worried about. Oh, my gosh. On that track, sound just like the same TJ that we know. I saw bro standing next to somebody at like a bowling alley. I was like, okay. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he in them streets, man. He in uh, them streets. I can like I fully like I said after the shooting, I expect him to turn to a star after this. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely. I mean, he was already on his way before this, but oh, he, go ahead. Yeah, but with this, yeah, like this is this is it. This is a list. It's taking him to to the a list. He's already got a, a single out for his new album, right here. Would be thoughts. This ain't just no one off fucking single. Uh, this is. This is going on his new album. And it's and it's not no freestyle. No, no. This is a song. It's mm-hmm. a real... That's why I'm saying, bro, this song is so good. Of course, everything that happens, but like this is a very good song. This is relatable to a First Day Out the Fed song. Facts, bro. Like, and it's better. Yeah, it's better. Man. Because, bro, just... Man, I know, right? It's just... That so video, excited. dog. Woo. Like, 
they thought they killed, bro. Yeah, bro. They kicked him. Literally, they kicked me while I was down. Left me for dead. They literally kicked me while I was down. Yeah. Okay. That shit get me excited, man. I love it. I okay. Love it. Uh, nine shots, 50 tapes coming soon. Yeah. It's, it's on that same type of vibe, though. Seven times. Now, man. look. Ooh, T-Unit. Ooh. <laughs> T-Unit. Ooh, T-Unit. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't start that T unit. T unit, bro. <laughs> That's funny, man. But great song from Lil TJ. Absolutely. Looking forward to more. Um, I hope this is the beginning of his album promo rollout. Yeah, for sure. We definitely, um, it's definitely on the way. Yeah. Unkin Few. They dropped. They were also on DJ Khaled's album. We didn't mention that. Oh yeah. Um, not not a uh, not to be haters or anything mm-hmm. like that, but that was a hard track. Oh, they went off. I didn't just because I'm so team offset. I didn't even want to like that track. Nah, yeah, but but uh, I started that track with a frown on my face. Quavo went off on that bitch. Quavo and Take went off yeah, on that yeah. bitch. Um, they dropped another song solo though. It's called mm-hmm. Big Stunner, featuring Birdman himself. The right, right. the real the big stunner. The biggest stunner. The biggest stunner. You know what I'm saying? Shout uh, out him. But this this one was ringing off too. Was it just me? I love this song. I'm like. Shit, I love the chorus, bro. The chorus is just—it's catchy. It's yeah, catchy, man. Um, I don't know what we expected. I thought—I mean, I don't know. We just thought that they were gonna lay down. Uh, now the offsets on his promo run. Nah, Mm-mm. they we, coming with that shit. We got that heat. Every time you drop in a track, we gonna do this shit like Jay do Nas. Oh yeah, the tension is there, bro. The energy is there. You feel it. They feel it. They're in an ongoing battle right now, and it's unfortunate. That track is great, though. Uh, what was the name of of offset? No, offset of uh, Quavo and Take Off. Yeah, it was it was called Big Stunner. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, the song is called <clears throat> Big Stunner. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah. I just forgot in the moment as we started talking about it. But great song. I don't have too too much to say on it. Yeah, just the fact. Um, it's crazy that they went and got Birdman. I thought that was interesting. We didn't know that leading in. They didn't tell us that till like Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Yeah, we could have figured it out ourselves if we would have looked at the bottom corner and mm-hmm. saw that Cash Money label down there. Yeah. Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's necessary. I would have never um, expected it, but it wasn't bad. I mean, Birdman didn't lay a bad verse. It, it wasn't a great verse, but it wasn't bad. I got a theory, but I really just need to wait for a couple more tracks to come out. You don't want to talk on it now? Or you want to wait? Do you remember what Offset said? that He said he was blackballed. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you if you run around. I mean, if you if you watch over the next couple of months, um, Quavo and Takeoff run around solidifying relationships with other big labels. Mm. Okay, setting their feet in the sand right here with Cash Money. Right, right, right here with We the Best. Right here, over here with CMG. Let's say, Just right over here with. Blah blah blah. You yeah. say, just on some, yeah. We here and and don't come over here, Seth. Sheesh, maybe man. We'll see. Cause yeah, it's definitely it's definitely more with that. Um, oh, off- they're they're playing chess right now. Yeah, Offset talking about he being blackballed. Um, I'm sure we're gonna see more about. It's gonna be weird to see because going back to just DJ Khaled for a little bit, the song like we said we didn't mention it. It's just. Quavo and Takeoff on it's, this. It's, it's weird to see DJ Khaled in the mix of the sides being picked. It's like you really got a song and picked Quavo 
and take off and not offset. You know, like me at this point, and I know I wouldn't put either of them on the album. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I just don't want nobody. If I can have all three type shit, if it's not a solo, I knew you were like I knew exactly where you were going. If we're in the middle, in the midst of this beef, the same way Rick Ross was like, I had both of them do a verse. I can't put Push and Lil Wayne on this song right now. It just can't happen. Right. Um, if all of these niggas are beefing right now, you're making this look a certain way by standing next to either one. Yep. Stop. Just Nobody stop. gets on the album. Right, right. But the song was still hard, like we said. But that's my thing. I would I would say if it was me, I would just be like, hey man, I'ma just not put anybody on the track unless it's just a solo. We've seen them where Quavo is just on here for the hook. Or offset is just on here for the verse. Like if it's that, that's fine. But DJ Khaled put Quavo and Takeoff on his album. You know what I mean? He Think put- about the levels of artists on there. There's artists that are at a much lower level than Offset. Kari, we would be fools to sit here and think that Offset was left off of that album by coincidence. Oh no, 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 no. It's definitely not coincidence. I was, I was going to say because no. there are a plethora of productions that DJ Khaled could arrange for one specific song with just Offset. Yep. Even if Quavo and Takeoff were going to be on there, that's fine. Just make sure there's just one for Offset. Why is there not just one for Offset? Yeah, so that's why I say it's definitely going to be more to that black ball shit that, that Offset been talking about. There is side picking going on yeah, in this for shit. Sure. There's no, and just like we said, if we down, like not, not down here cause we ain't down nowhere. Um, but if we over here and everybody else in the, the general population can pretty much see what's going on or no, the, the talent in offset, why would he not have a track on that? Yeah. Same shit with young boy. We said that as well. Same shit. I think that's, I mean, I love DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled should stay out of that. But I'm saying they're both being blackballed to a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you say he should stay out of the Migos shit. That's what you're stay saying? out of both of it. Yeah, stay I agree. out of all of it. I agree. Um, but sometimes I do, theory or not, there there are artists that don't have those choices. He goes on that album. That's it. <laughs> Interesting, man. So, <clears throat> and he goes on that album. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, so we <laughs> let's move on. Offset. Wow, that's a coincidence. Oh my god. He's Offset back. dropped the track too. Yes, sir. With his second single, Code. second week back to back. Code featuring Moneybag Yo. Jeez, Offset came back to back, bro. But um, Code, man, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Our first listen. This is um, Offset just showing once again how versatile he is. We just talked about his talent. He's going off on this song, and then um. Moneybag is just like the perfect combination. We said this on the last pod. Like, we felt like their styles matched. And they definitely did. And it was perfect. And the thing is, it matched in a completely different way than I thought because this wasn't even a trap record. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They both got on there. Okay, let's let's take hip hop and do the hip hop almost pop kind of thing. Yep. And let's work towards the charts with this record. Yep, yep, yep. So, Offset and Moneybag Yo took the charts route with this mm-hmm. one because if you think about last week Offset has a trap record out I know how an album is supposed to be released 
Offset knows what the fuck he's doing. He's doing it, man. The same way Best I Ever Had came out right next to Successful featuring Trey Songs. Yep. You get a street record, you get a pop record. Yep. The same way Good Life came out right next to Can't Tell Me Nothing. You get a street record, you get a good record. Yep. You're getting an Offset album before October or it, before the end of October. Ooh. Calling it. Offset on the way. Yeah, bro. No, I definitely, uh, he's, he's heating up. Mm-hmm. He heating up fast. There's, mm. a, there's a music video. There's two music videos out already. Two songs out. Like two oh, tracks week by week. Oh, I'm strategic. Oh, I'm exactly. Com- Spreading these out means I'm coming, but I'm I'm on my way. Yeah, yeah. I'm still working. Two weeks in a row. I'm coming soon. Like it's done. <laughs> the album's done. Yes, two <laughs> weeks in a row, and I've got controversy. The album's the album has a fork in it, and I got videos. You Nick, know what I'm saying? Niggas like, is about to cut and take their bites. Like. Bro. Yeah, bro. Also not playing. Yeah, um, and I really think that QC shit and the money needing to come out of is because they're like, oh, whoa, 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 you dropping right now? Yeah, that shit low-key working in his favor. Of course, he didn't plan for that. He didn't plan for the beef to get out. He didn't want that shit to get out. Also didn't want that to get out, but now it's working in his favor. Bet. Here go another song. It almost looks like to me, and I'm just speculating, it's one of those situations where Offset severed his ties and what he thought was mutually. Um, yep. And he was like, you know what? I'm doing this shit for me. I'm going to go ahead and record this album. I'm not telling anybody about this shit. I'm just going to pop the fuck out. And he popped the fuck out. And everybody was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Scared we, they ass. we didn't know he was doing that right, shit. Right. Or like, of course, you get that the label or the industry before. They get that notice before mm-hmm. that blah, blah, oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's when you see Unconfused, like, assemble mm-hmm. right before the offset. Yeah. It's calculated for sure, bro. Uh, the, the Quavo takeoff tandem of Unconfused did not just come out of nowhere. Uh, I really think that came directly because they they uh they had a little word that, all, yeah. that offset was on the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. And how the fuck are we going to get these niggas away from offset dropping? Let's drop Unconfused with Birdman. Mm, taking that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> with Birdman, shit hard though. It shit hard. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. That's that's not it. Offset shit is is fire though. The money back track code. Um, I told you in pre production, like I really love this song. Me too. I don't know what it is. I think it's like you said, maybe because they took the the rap and they and they tried to cross over and make it pop. Maybe it was because I haven't heard Offset or Money Back do that. Not to, even necessarily together. pop, but just like you know that sound like, you need to hit yeah, that yeah, chart. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like. It's not even techno, really. I don't even know what's the exact word, but I know what you mean. But I'm excited for this shit, bro. Like, this, what's about to happen with Offset, I'm ready for it. If it's about to be beef, 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 we keep getting these songs. If you keep doing this shit, fuck it. Let's do it. Um, I don't want there to be beef. Not at all. I, I don't want to see beef between Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo. Like, that's that's the last thing I want to see. Um. And I said in pre-production, I don't want this to be the type of shit to where like our parents saw Bobby split from mm. New Edition and the niggas don't get back together for 10 or 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years, something like that. Or they split up again and they get back together again, things like that. And we don't see Migos get back together until a fucking BET Awards seven, eight, nine years down the road. Like, you don't want to see that. Um, What could have been? But I do think 
either way, Quavo and Takeoff should should uh should mend this relationship. I think it's best for them for their career tra- trajectories. I mean, uh huh. Because Offset is about to turn into a mm-hmm. superstar, guys. Mm, guys, <laughs> if you're not hearing it anywhere else, you're hearing it on the Rise and Grind podcast. Everything that we've always said, all those conversations about who the better Migos is, matters now more than ever. It's literally unfolding right before our Right our before eyes. your eyes. And if you're looking at this route and you have any sort of sense um, in the way life and celebrity music might move, Offset is in the greatest position ever to turn into one of the biggest stars there is right now. That's why I say it's like, it's like they almost made it perfect for him. Justin Timberlake just left in sync. Mike just split from the Jacksons. Yeah, bro. It's on some shit like that. It's it's in it's in one of those type states. Like I know, even if you're not thinking about the music, you might. I mean, or even if you're yeah. thinking about, well, what if the music's not good? Fuck that. Yeah, we're not even cut that out that. right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's not even about that yeah, in yeah. in celebrity trajectory. The yeah. music could be shit. He's right. about to blow no matter what. We're talking about influence. Yeah, like yeah. This, <laughs> now the music's gonna be good. Of like of course, I'm not saying that. Yeah, this nigga's about to hit the roof no matter what. Yeah, we're talking about influence for sure. It behooves Quavo and take off. To mend this relationship. <laughs> oh, there you go. That word again. Sorry. <laughs> but who's? Before they, before they fuck around and end up, you know, just some rap niggas. Just, just some niggas that just kind of got lost in the game type shit. Like, or just some niggas that's the only people that's still at QC. You know what I'm saying? Because we've said this before. Yo, you can't hang around too many multi, multi-millionaire niggas or boss mogul niggas and not turn into one. Mm-hmm. Quavo ain't, I mean, of course, that's his wife. Quavo's not sticking next to Cardi B every single day and not turning into that. Right. It's on the way, and here's his pocket. I'm sorry. Right, bro. Like you said, when when your wife is the biggest superstar and she's in at Atlantic, who's the biggest label head, so mm-hmm. she's she's learning, she's hearing these conversations, she's getting these relationships, she's coming back home, and she's telling Offset, all of this shit, she's literally giving him the blueprint as far as to what do you need to do to roll your shit out or to get to this level. She's getting it from the best of the best. She can she can move the room. Like she she can make shit happen business wise. And if you think that she's either not giving the game up or not giving it directly to him or providing him with the game, like come on now. You're crazy. Yeah. Sorry. I think he I think he gave her her intro into the game. Mm-hmm. He did. In some sorts. I don't mean like like that. I mean no, as it pertains mean. to the mainstream yeah. rap game. Facts. Facts. That was everybody needs a cosign. Yeah. That was her big cosign. Now Bodak Yellow, I'm not taking nothing. She did all she that did shit that, on her sure. own. Um uh, without the Kodak Black part. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But um, you know, this is how relationships work. Yeah, man. I help you out sometimes. You help me out sometimes. I scratch your back. You scratch mine. You the I king. Am. I'm the queen. Let's do it like that. I was going to say, then we get married and have kids, babies, and live happily ever after. I remember when this shit started. Um, it might have been the YouTube version of Rise and Grind mm-hmm. that the question was asked, can you see Offset and Cardi B being a power couple? Yeah, I remember you asking me this question in 2018, 2019. I don't remember what I said. Um, but... I don't think in 2018, 2019, I said, yes, bro, they could be Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, I said, yes. I don't think I said they, they could. 
But here we are three, four years later, and they are on their way to Jay-Z and Beyonce level status. Not not talking about net worth, none of that. I'm just talking about influence and power. They're on their way. Because everything takes time. Um, I'm sure in 2004 and five, when they had gotten together, or six and seven, when they had only been Not together yet. a few years, no, no, no. We, we wouldn't have said the shit either. Not yet. Dangerously in love, they, there was no way. We wouldn't have thought they were a power couple because they weren't the biggest in the game right. themselves yet. Imagine, like you said, whatever year that was, saying one day they're going to be... 2006 to 2022. They're going to be on Bill Gates level. They're going to have as much money. They're going to be billionaires. Get, nobody, the, get the fuck out of here. Nobody would have ever get the believed fuck out. that. Bro. Only like somebody like if we were potting back then, we would have been able to see the trajectory like yeah. we're doing with Cardi and Offset and been like, yeah, y'all y'all should really just, <laughs> just sit back. Give it 10 to 15 <laughs> I'll, years. I'll just, say, just, just wait a minute. <laughs> so let's go ahead and, and tell y'all this mm-hmm. with Offset and Cardi. Put that in the oven. Like, Give it some time. Yeah, bro. I that's that's some some Jay, Beyonce, Kim, Kanye. Of course, they're not together anymore. But that type of you know that, that influence, bro. That power, that influence, that that grasp on the people. It's there. It's coming. It's on its way. And I kept thinking, like, would Offset have to change his name for that? No, Jay Z's name is Jay Z. <laughs> Jay Z. <laughs> like it's Jay Z. <laughs> Nah, bro. Yeah, it's offsetting. Like nobody. Like I'm sure people aren't like, "Hey, Sean." No, they call him Jay. <laughs> yeah, Facts. I think it'd be all right. Set. Imagine walking in. Hey, I'm set. Oh, this nigga so live. Damn it, that nigga. I'll be wanting niggas live. You know what, Cardi? Maybe we should be rappers. See, fuck this show. I told you. Okay. Damn <laughs> it, mixtape coming out soon. <laughs> fuck is y'all niggas talking about? We got a tape on the way. Hey, you mean playlist? Nigga, tape, bitch. Right, ain't. Nigga, mixtape. What are you talking about? Uh, no, absolutely not, Cardi. Nah, we, can't, we can't do that. Never, 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 never. But let's move on. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the offset. current and former QC click. Right, right, right. Um, let's move on to Nav. Wrong decisions. Wrong decisions, man. Just uh, Lucy that uh, Nav snuck in, you know, on, on this big week, this big Friday. Um, but we played this in pre-production a few times. This song sounds great. Yeah, sounds really good. Um, do you think he's on the way? Yeah, Nav is on the way. He dropped another song recently as well. I'm going to try to get the name. But um, yeah, Nav. So Nav took some time away. I don't know if you realize this. Nav ain't really dropped since, I think, the pandemic, 2020. Okay. No, um, I haven't. As far as albums. He so took some time away. But you remember, he was kind of, the game wasn't really, he wasn't getting his love. Remember? It wasn't his time anymore. Yeah, bro. Or at that time. At that time, time, yeah. He was dropping a lot of music, but it's just like some he just didn't fit on a lot of songs. Like he was he would have Travis Scott and Lil Durk and you know, all the people on his songs, but it's just like Nav didn't fit. Um you remember the shit on, on Astro World when his vocals was low and they had to turn his vocals. It was just a lot of shit that was on going Yosemite on, on uh, Travis uh Right. Yeah. And then remember on his album we talked about he was like, What's the game without me? And we were like, Mm. It's the game. It's the game. <laughs> it's the rap it's, game. Uh, it's 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 going to be the rap game. It's the rap game. So I think there was there was a lot of um, <laughs> going to have his ups, his downs. Right. Some, but, some good rappers, some bad rappers. Right, but we're still going to be here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now we're just getting a lot of a lot of backlash, bro. So I think he took some time away, and uh, he's back. I think he he honed in on his craft, got focused, and I think he's back to give us some great music. This song, Wrong Decisions, is a great song. I think he has a theme nowadays with his albums, um, and if his 
album is anywhere named towards that. We had bad habits, mm. good intentions. So maybe we'll have wrong decisions. Right. The the last song, the other song he dropped last week or a few weeks ago with Travis Scott is called Never Sleep. So on that same shit. Mm. Okay. So he's, I know where we're headed with he's this He's a one. sad guy. <laughs> it actually dropped in July. But um, yeah, maybe Nav is a sad guy. Or maybe he's learning from his past. Kari, he's been sad since we uh since we discovered since we heard about him. Yeah, I know. In two thousand and seven, that's a long time to be sad. Two thousand and seventeen. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's uh just reflecting on the past. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he's grown and matured, and I hope he comes back to drop some great music, bro. Because we love Nav, like you said, we was on Nav first. I'm gonna just say it. We found Nav for a lot of. Oh, y'all. look at Kari being one of those guys. Hey man, I gotta do it, bro. Sometimes I gotta give myself credit. Bigger than being the I put you on. Hey man, sometimes I gotta do it, but. Um, like you said, 2017, we found him. We was sophomores in college on uh, SoundCloud, and he's came a long way. So I never want to see him, his career go down. I'm a big fan of Nav, so I'm looking forward to to the new music, hopefully a new tape. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> of course, I listened to it. I thought it was great, but um, I haven't heard it too, too many times uh, outside the one time I played it and the couple times we heard it during pre-production, right, right, right. but I added it. So, you know, we'll spend that a few more times, yep, yep. get that into the... Into the flow. Rotation. We can go ahead and move on into news topics. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, Where do you want to start with it? Start with French Montana. Okay. French Montana is unforgettable. Featuring Sway Lee. Yes. Has hit a big, 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 big milestone. It is now certified diamond. That's that's, the end of them things, man. He actually becomes the first African-born artist to ever receive an RIAA Diamond certification and the first male artist to achieve this status from the South Bronx Mecca. Uh, oh, my gosh. No, I'm, st- no, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not doing that. Don't say that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not doing that shit. Don't finish that off. I was looking at a, an actual <laughs> article. I'm tired of you, you New York niggas, man. I get New York is the fucking Mecca of rap. God damn it. Like, holy shit. Hats off to New York, nigga. God. We love y'all, bro. I swear we do. I love Biggie. Nobody is shit. I love Nas. Oh, my gosh. I love Jay. I love everybody from New York, bro. My gosh. Huge A Boogie fans, man. Huge 50 fans. Pop Smoke. Oh, my God. Fabio. Fabio. Rowdy. Bobby. We love them. We love them. And we not taking shit from it. Nobody's taking the fact that New York is the origin of rap from y'all. Yeah. You don't have to remind us right. every time. We get it. We get it. We know the birthplace, whatever. Chopped cheese. <laughs> like, we love we love your bikes. Right. Subways. We, we love y'all. Statue of Liberty. Oh my god. Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> like, oh my god. We love y'all. I get it, man. Five boroughs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we we love you. Like shit. Twin Towers. We right. love we love y'all. Everything, bro. Now that that's out of the way, <laughs> right? <clears throat> Back to uh, they had South Montana. Bronx listed as the mecca of hip hop. Stop fucking saying it. <laughs> All right, that's the only reason why we got into that. Like just yeah, because man. I was reading it and stopped myself because I'm like, no, no, we're not yeah. doing it. Um, but shout out French Montana. Yeah, going diamond as an album or a single is something that's not easy. It's not something that's heard of normally. Mm-hmm. Um, there's handfuls of artists with diamond records it's not something you can just say i have a diamond record you can't a lot of artists can't say they have platinum records Facts. um and to have that go platinum 10 times in the same country mm-hmm. you can't get that for going 
platinum 10 times or five times platinum in America and five times platinum in uh, in Spain. You have to go 10 times platinum in the same nation yep. for it to be considered diamond and that's tough yep. and i believe it was a five-year period i believe that song came out 2017 yeah with sway lee so yeah just big ups that's amazing like you said a lot of people don't ever touch that in their whole career you absolutely know? not um and so that's that's just amazing man french montana of course a great artist um i didn't know african born i didn't know that yeah he's black no, I'm saying, but I didn't... It's, in Africa. Yeah, yes. I, I didn't know he was born in Africa. Yes. I know he's black. Come on now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's just um, certain things like what we were just talking about with the bigger artists. Like, Jay doesn't have a diamond record. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ye has a diamond record. Don't... I don't believe so. I don't believe... Does Drake have a diamond record? I don't... Yeah, yeah. Okay. God's plan. God's sure. plan. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't... I'm not sure if Beyonce has a diamond record. Um, like certain artists that we see as the biggest of the biggest of the biggest don't have that achievement. That's hard to get. Like yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I can't think of too many hip hop diamonds. Nah, me neither. Me neither. I'm trying to look up no, God's notorious uh, Bigs. I think uh, Life After Death is diamond. Big Willie style Will Smith mm-hmm. bleed as diamond. Um, but look how far I have to go back. Right. This shit <laughs> just don't happen. But yeah, once again, big ups. Uh, God's playing. Yeah, definitely diamond. 11 times platinum. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, we can move on, man. Shout out to French Montana one more time. Shout out the Burroughs. <laughs> Shout out the Burroughs. <laughs> um, you, you brought up 11 times platinum, God's plan. So uh-huh. this, this just brought me to something that's a little different, a little off. This isn't on our uh, our list today, Kari, but I just okay. thought I'd bring this in. Yep. I saw a Rolling Stone cover that listed Harry Styles mm. from the Rolling. Uh, I'm sorry, from um, One Direction. One Direction. You saw this? Yes. As the King of Pop. Yep. There's one King of Pop, and there's always gonna be a King of Pop. That's Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> it's Michael Jackson, dead or alive, bro. Like, there's never another King of Pop. I had this conversation with Jordan when this when this came in, and I I um I might understand. Of course, like if you look at the career, where they might be headed, like, and of course, I don't agree. So let's start there. But now let me take you into that. As I said, I don't agree. Um, You have a guy from a five man group that Mm -hmm. was one of the biggest groups of all time. Agreed. He branches off, goes solo, arguably the biggest solo artist from the group. Has a great solo career so far. Hits on, hits on, hits every album. Yes. Great albums. Um, And an incredible career. And I'm, I'm sure uh, not only if we're feeling it this way in America, that in Europe. It's 10 times. That it, it, he's getting his dick sucked every night. <laughs> yeah. It's, ten, it's <laughs> like, like we think we on his dick. Oh, my gosh. Hey, boy. What? Harry fucks 30 girls a day. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, it's different over there. But. In even inside of that, no, there's no, no, there will never be another king of pop. There's only one king of pop. You're not bigger than Michael. I've watched women seize over this man, bro. Literally, Michael Jackson is the greatest artist we have ever seen. I've watched women have seizures, yes, I've watched women lose their mind, faint, yep, 
die. No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a death. Fame for sure, though. Um, seas, seas yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I've seen ambulances, and I'm sure they've done that for One Direction yeah. as well. But when I said to my oldest sister Jordan, as we had this conversation, because Harry makes amazing albums as well. Yes, great artist. You got to bring me Thriller. And and you can't. Nobody has brought Thriller. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't. Now, maybe one day, I can't say that something will never be able to be right, better. Of course, of course. You got to knock my, imagine, car. just think about it. I have chills thinking about somebody being so good one day, they beat Thriller. Like, but you would have to knock my socks off of my feet we're talking standing about, up. We're talking about the greatest selling album in history. Arguably the greatest <laughs> album of all time. <laughs> like, in the, history. You would have to blow me the fuck away yeah. to beat Thriller. It's gonna take that and and more for sure. I'm going through the hits, Kari. I have I have to give the hits from Thriller just to see what you have to beat. Every song on that bitch is a hit, bro. Every single one, and it's not gonna take long, guys. I have it. Want to be starting something? Baby, be mine might be the only one that's not the hit on the album. The girl is mine with Paul McCartney. Yep. Thriller, beat it. Billy Jean, Human Nature. PYT, the lady in my life. Stop. And that's one album. <laughs> Commercial one hit album, off of every fucking song. The greatest, the greatest selling album in history. The nigga was laying with a tiger on the album cover. Yeah, man. You're not beating this man. So don't bring that shit to me talking about Harry is the king of pop. Get the fuck out of here and yeah. i want y'all to know we do have the uh the 1980 uh whether that's two or three <laughs> we got an original in the building stop yes, playing sir. on that yes, vinyl sir. <laughs> and it's spinnable yes, sir. <laughs> shout out mom duke stop no playing scratches. with us <laughs> no scratches baby <laughs> no bitch <ain't. laughs> and we on the right side goofy <laughs> dab on the bitch and her boyfriend no cap you know what i'm saying um so with that with the paul mccartney get the fuck out of here yeah to, to which my older now my oldest sister said when she popped her head out of the corner she said, um, how the fuck does he get here before Justin Bieber? Ooh, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely, if we if we have to add somebody mm-hmm. new, it's Bieber. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't even think, you know, I'm glad she said that. She said, how the fuck nah, I agree. does I Harry Styles make it to King of Pop nah. before Justin Bieber? And I said, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right on the money with that. To which the youngest, me, the brother says... If this is the case, he has a couple of Justins to fucking beat. <laughs> because there's there's a whole other Justin with a reign that, that he has some shit to say, too. This is true. Get the fuck out of here with this. It's not Harry, bro. That also, Justin came from another five-man group, was the breakout star, and ran a decade. Yep. And could drop another album this year and run the bitch again if he wanted to. Yep. Because what we didn't... Well, we shadowed because the pandemic hit. <laughs> that Justin album is still on the way. Yep. And he sold. Remember, he sold all his shit, too. He on some different shit. Yeah. He sold all his masters. Yeah, you better stop playing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys. So, um. Yeah, not Harry, bro. He's a great artist. Like you said, One Direction, we know. Hits, charts, we get it. Superstar. And what I said to them, the last thing, is the same thing I said before with Offset and Cardi B. Mm. We saw the same type of narrative with um, or the same type of trajectory with Michael Jackson. He had the group. He broke off. He became a star. Put Harry Styles in the oven. 
if we look at this in 15 years yeah. he's dropped the same type of numbers he's doing amazing albums and um he maybe he'll he'll have a thriller one day and we look back on this in 15 years and he's the king of fucking pop maybe bro I I don't think so. I highly <laughs> I don't think so. that he's beating Michael Jackson, but just like I said, hey, we're talking about men in their 20s right now. Facts. And I'm going to just keep saying give it some time. The greatest album, the greatest selling album of all time. I just want to make emphasis of that. That's the competition, guys. Michael Jackson's the only king of pop. Absolutely. Only. That was a great question though. I'm glad you brought that in. Thanks. Um Prince, Prince is still an artist too. Uh, rest, <laughs> God rest his soul. Thanks. Y'all need to stop fucking yeah, talking about cool, Harry man. Styles like, to on, me, bro. you bitch ass niggas. <laughs> Rolling Stones need to cut this bro, shit, man. Bro, they, we be letting them get us every time. Oh bro. my gosh, they be saying some bullshit, bro. The king of fucking pop. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> and my people were mad that Harry Styles would even accept that. But I was like, you know what? If I'm Harry and somebody reached out and they were like, you know what? We want you to do a photo shoot as the King of Pop. I'd be like, you know what? You got damn right I'm the King of Pop. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, and yeah, start my new narrative. Thanks. But uh, let's let's go on. I'm sorry I, I derailed that. <clears throat> Shout out French Montana. Yep. Let's go back into Bad Boy. Diddy. We were talking about Rolling Stone. Uh, they have charts out. Um, that, that was one of the other things that got us fucked up. But um, Billboard charts. Diddy got the Billboard charts to finally publish standalone R&B charts publicly. Yeah, so um, this this is great news, but me and you, we had a question. We weren't really sure like exactly what this was. So Yeah, can you read? I thought you had the headline because when you read that right there, right. that's what had us clouded. Okay, so the headline, this was posted by Revolt. It says, Diddy gets Billboard to make R&B charts public for the first time ever. To which... I replied and I was like, "Okay, we do have the hip hop and R and B charts. Yeah, what are we talking about?" I was like, "What does what does that mean?" Right, but I was able to look this up, and this is actually amazing. Diddy asked a question on Twitter. Um, let let's see if I actually have that. I'll actually be able to go into it. There we go. I do have it. Let's do it. Diddy said, "Billboard, why was R and B and hip hop put on the same chart to compete with each other?" Can someone in charge over there explain to us why? Because that makes a lot of sense. That's a that's a good question because it's two different genres. Yeah. <laughs> and from the outside, it sounds like you just group the two black genres together yep. or the two artists that I mean, the two genres that are known to have a multitude of black artists. Let's just lump them together because we don't really give a fuck. Yep. All right. To which that same day, Billboard replied to his tweet and said, Diddy, good question. And thanks for sharing your perspective with us in our uh, conversations this week. They're already uh, pandering. <laughs> you near the pander. Right. Our combined R&B hip-hop charts date back decades. That's not what he asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, thanks. Measuring consumption and popularity while celebrating the artists like you who create music and make history in both worlds. Big pandering. Um, <laughs> Beating around the bush. Yeah, that was basically... That was basically just a nice ass way to say, uh, well, we know some artists do R&B and hip hop. So let's make this the excuse on why we lump them together. Because Diddy, you do hip hop and R&B. We saw that Biggie shit and we saw Mary J. And we couldn't just put you guys separately. Cap. Um, They also followed it up with another tweet. But they said, but Billboard also publishes 
an array of separate charts for both genres, which we've made free for everyone now. So you can check them out. Oh, sorry. So you can check them out. A couple of these charts are linked here. So they now have a hot R&B songs chart and a hot rap songs chart. So now <clears throat> you can see the charts for strictly hip hop mm -hmm. and the charts from strictly R&B. Shout out Diddy for uh, for being as nice as possible for pointing out that bullshit. Yeah, because for years, for decades, this shit went right underneath our nose. We never... At least I, I don't know if I ever heard somebody mention this or even like point out the fact like, hey, why is it not split up? Why is it not two genres on the charts like that? Um, I also think they didn't give this to us because this takes a lot away. What do you mean? To me, I feel like this takes a lot away from the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Mm. I mean, of course, we care about what the number one song in the world is if you hit that. But like now that we know this. Unless you have the number one song in the world, I don't, we don't really give a fuck about the Billboard Hot 100. We give a fuck about the the group that we're making music in. Right, like, right. Now, let's give a fuck about the rap songs shit. Like, fuck what they're doing over there, country. Fuck what they're doing over there, pop. Now that we have our own specific chart numbers, huh, fuck that. Unless we got, like, the number ones or, like, we're in the top ten of the Billboard so we can flex, like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is what I'm doing, top 40 in the world type mm -hmm. shit. Um, other than that, no, nah, let's hone in on what the fuck we got going on. No, nah, I agree, bro. I agree. And Diddy, uh, we won't, but yeah, Diddy had, I just want to say the last other part. He said, he thanked them, of course, but he said the combined chart plays a major role in dictating the sound of black music and takes the real creative freedom away from the artist. True. So exactly what you were just say. saying. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't just put hip hop and R&B together. There are there are artists that make R and B that don't even want their shit associated anywhere near rap music. There's R and B artists that don't even listen to rap music because they're not fucking rappers. They're not the fucking same at right. all. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Now, do they go hand in hand? Like in like, and do they sound great in collaboration? Yes. Yes, but no, they're not the same. Yeah. Two, and then, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, two totally different genres. Yeah, man. and don't group them the same. R and B. Yeah can be grouped near the soul like which has neo soul this type of soul mm -hmm. trap soul you got heartbreak you got love songs the same way you got emo rap gangster rap um there's there's totally different types of subgenres within these two totally different like types of genres so let's leave them alone and there's so many different artists and music that's produced it's important to let that particular artist or those particular artists have their particular lane or their specific lane don't put me in a rap category if i'm singing do you know how much r&b music would flourish if it wasn't associated with rap at all yeah for sure it'll be rap will still be the the number one genre but r&b would be number two r&b would have been number one before rap yeah it definitely if you have. think about the fact that rap is associated with gangster Guns, mm -hmm. violence, violence, yeah. sex, murder, yeah. things like that. Say none of that was ever associated with the love, heartbreak. Of course, the, there's sex in that, but there's sex in all good music. Um, the sex in life. If that was if that was standalone, there'd be nothing to not promote. Yeah, it would be widely accepted by by the majors. There'd be R and B festivals everywhere. Look what they did. Yeah, I know. Look. 
But this, this is years. But if you think about that, that's just that's that's the execs that group that with rap to keep to keep it down. Yeah, man. <laughs> this was done like this was strategic. I was gonna say this was done on purpose. This was strategic. <laughs> like, the same way I just explained that. I, I want y'all to know I explained that shit to myself saying it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that that was definitely grouped together to keep us out. Yeah, facts. Because if you think about it, R and B isn't anything that has to do with that. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I just learned that. As we were talking about, yeah, as I, as <laughs> like, I spoke that out of my mouth, yeah, as like, I started thinking about shit, I'm like, oh, I was like, holy shit, it's a system. Mm, that was so strategic. Wow, it's like they hit us on every level, and it took every industry. Yo, shout out Diddy because Diddy's probably been pressing that issue for fucking ever. Yeah, Diddy's probably known that's exactly. Why R and B hasn't moved forward? Mm-hmm. That's exactly why we don't have commercial R and B. Why there's not a Drake of R and B? That's a great point, bro. That's also why Diddy just started an R and B. Like Diddy's selfish as fuck, man. Diddy is a fucking fool. Oh man, Did, he he not doing this for the people. Oh my god, he doing this for love records. He did this for love records <laughs> and his album. This were his, this were his pocket. Holy bro. shit, this bro, is for his album. How are we ranking his pro, his promo, his run so far? It's pretty up there. Diddy's doing some shit now. Th- this is a this is a in your head psychological Kanye West type of promo run. Yeah. Oh, he's going crazy. Yeah. Now this might not be. This might be messy on the R and B is dead type of thing, mm-hmm. but oh, on the Kanye West, I'm gonna stir up controversy. Yes. Oh, he's killing it's it. It's the conversation and bro. do good in the same time. Yeah. But not let niggas know this is all for selfish greed. Right, right, Ooh, right. He's we killing it. We love it, Diddy. <laughs> he's killing it. We bro. love it. Mm, can't stop. It. Won't stop. Never stop. <laughs> I see it. Now. Yes, sir. It's he, all coming full circle, bro. He's a bad boy. Yeah, I, bro. I get. I get bad boy. Okay. Oh, oh my God, Kari. <laughs> bad boy. Wow. Bro. Oh my. It went right over my head, Sean Combs. That shit is crazy. Wow. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puff yeah. Diddy. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying, love, whatever. Nigga. I was I was talking to my people about that. This nigga was Sean Combs, mm-hmm. Puffy, yep. Puff Daddy, yep. P Diddy, yep. Diddy, and Love yep. in 20 years. Did you just say Puffy by itself? Yes. Okay. He started as Puffy. Okay. And then Puff Daddy. Got you. Okay. Wow. I don't think we've ever seen somebody. Either that was Puff Daddy, then Puffy. Somebody, I don't Name somebody else who's changed their name like that over the course of their career. Nobody has changed it that many times. Not that I know. And it's gotten Snoop, away with Snoop it. Snoop is up there. Well, Snoop. Like three, four times. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dogg. Um, Snoop D-O-double-G. Snoop Lion. Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop. Then we got Bow Wow, who is Shad Moss, <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, and Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Weezy. Somewhere in that dog. like <laughs> Right. They're, they're the same breed. <laughs> Beware of dog. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're the same breed. Of, yeah, yeah. They're the same family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, no, he takes the cake, and we just yeah. let him. Every single time he wants to change his That's name. That's what I said. Why yeah. did we start calling him love? Nobody even argues with him. It's like, hey, no, fuck it. He's love now. Yeah, bro. Fuck it. It's his energy. It's, it's the way he carries. It's just like, you know mm-hmm. what? I won't be called anything else. Like he, he carries <laughs> something. As, yeah. yeah, he carries the like. Don't call me that shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I fuck with it because he definitely did that when he switched from just when he when it was just call me Diddy. 
I remember he was on fucking TV. He was in interviews. Don't call me that. Call me Diddy. Yeah. Diddy is my name. I can Don't call me shit. Puff Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> my name is not Puff Daddy. Yeah, bro, I remember that. On some Kanye, I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. Drake, I'm not a rapper. They wear shirts that say that shit yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. I am not a rapper. Right. Don't call me that. I'm a mogul. No cap. I am a businessman. Yep. I'm an entrepreneur. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Shout out Diddy, bro. <clears throat> Shout out Diddy. He's hitting that B soon. Yeah. That's one that's gotten real, real quiet and probably hit it and we, we might not even know. Diddy's, that, that announcement of that B is coming f- yeah. for Diddy very, very, very soon. Very fast, bro. Yeah, so y- y'all just wait on that. <clears throat> we talked about Diddy and his R&B is dead uh, type mm-hmm. of talk. Yeah. We heard Usher pipe up. I said that that uh, that audio to y'all when he piped up. And he was like, yo, Diddy's out of his fucking mind. Like, if I don't know if you're trolling or what you're doing, but stop. He was like, hey, you need to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also in another interview, Usher himself. And he took what I've been saying he needs to take for a long time. Usher claimed himself the king of R&B. Can we even argue with that? Hell no, you can't argue with that. Unless... Who would who would you compare to Usher? I don't like. I'm asking because I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm like, yeah. If he want to take that, crown, Com- you mean compare it. to Usher or like or who compete. would sit above him? Who would compete with Usher? R. Kelly, but that's it. Okay, that's you don't bring him into the conversation because of the X Y Z. But no nobody beats There's that guy. Nobody else from that era. That's no, nobody beats that guy. But if we're talking about the king of R and B of of what's going on right now, Usher. It's it's Usher and me growing up. All I know is Usher. Like, right. a lot of people have their kings, like, what they knew as a kid. All I knew was Usher. When I w- grew up, I wanted to be Usher. Mm-hmm. I used to bust my fucking collar shirts open to be Usher. I had my way 8701. I had the mesh do-rag caps, like the mesh wave caps <laughs> because of Usher. Yeah. Like, everything I did was because of him. He was like Michael Jackson to me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm biased. He's always been the king of R&B to me. Yeah, I'm not mad with him taking that uh that crown. I just wanted to see like who could we put in there, but I from his era, like you said, not talking about R. Kelly, because there were there were great artists. Like I'm I'm thinking who was at, who was popping the same time he was popping. Like you nobody. Know, I'm saying, but just not popping on his level, but popping. Like so, you had artists like Tank. You had Tyrese, Genuine, Genuine. Yeah, I was gonna say all them, but yeah, nobody was really on. Usher's level. The fact that those guys were in the game and this this guy came in at seventeen and took right. over, he, he's different. Yeah. <laughs> um, I even talked to my peoples, um, my sisters, and I've listened to other ladies say this too. They think that Chris Brown doesn't make R and B music anymore, so he shouldn't be able to say that. No, nah, yeah, he's been he's a pop artist. Okay, yeah, Chris Brown's a pop artist. We know that. I would but I would he, say he still makes R and B. I was gonna music. say I would say that if if Usher wasn't around. Chris Brown can definitely still. Chris Brown can still stick his neck out now and say I'm the king, and it's not arguable. He's still making. I mean, it's arguable, yeah, of course, yeah. but you can't take it from him. So let me go back. Yes, I will call him a pop artist, but he still makes R and B music. So yes, he right. could, he could still say no. I'm the king of R and B. Usher is R and B though. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's made pop music, but he's never stuck out and is like, "Yo, this whole album is pop." Exactly. And Chris Brown has. Yeah. Chris so. Chris Brown's done it more than once. Right. So, I, I see. I can agree with that. Um. So we're saying he's the king of R and B. I don't. Yeah. I don't have anybody else to put in there. 
I don't think anybody else can see Usher. Yeah, I, I would take Usher, bro. Uh, well, anybody else is incarcerated. <laughs> We're not going to get to bring those songs in. Or Don't Stand a Chance. Do you ever listen to R. Kelly? I ain't going to lie to you, man. I haven't listened to R. Kelly in a very long time. Like, and, But even before that, before all the mess, like, it wasn't too many times where I listened to R. Kelly willingly. Of course, I would hear his music all the time because it's R. Kelly, but it wasn't a lot of times where I would go back and listen to a, a lot of R. Kelly, I'm going to say. But recently, these days, no, I'm not playing no R. Kelly, really. Now, back in the, like, back in the day, post, I mean, pre-2016 or 17, maybe, Oh yeah! Oh, like I played R. Kelly. Look, he- R. The album Twelve Play, <laughs> my sex playlist, yeah, heavy R. Kelly. Say middle school when I'm yeah learning sex, thinking I'm freaky. Oh, you learned that shit from R. Kelly. My Pandora playlist was R. Kelly. Yeah, so <laughs> Chocolate Factory. Yeah, Come on y- now. yeah, you learn it from R. Kelly. But um, outside of that, nah, bro, I haven't listened to R. Kelly in a very long time. The only song, now I haven't listened to it, but it just burns me to listen to it. That When a Woman's Fed Up by R. Kelly is one of my favorite fucking Man. Fuck. I'm like. Yeah, that's a bop. I'm like, he did what, man? Yeah, bro. Fuck. When, He's a fucking maniac. We've bro. never had this conversation with R. Kelly here. You can't separate the artist with him. Nah. You can't. Okay. This shit too gruesome, bro. It's like, damn, you really was talking about these little kids, R. Kelly? You know? I can't, bro. Did we talk about on, on here that his uh we did talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Let's let's get out of that. <laughs> it's a deep hole. Yeah, just he's going to court soon and yeah. they got that video of him fucking a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they're gonna put him in the deep hole, <laughs> and some niggas is gonna get in his. Ooh, yeah, glory hole, deep hole. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, like, <laughs> sorry, it's over for you, boy. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is swear to God, like, I didn't already heard that they didn't got buddy. Damn, I ain't gonna lie. I like, I swear to God, I didn't already heard that that uh. They 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 didn't handle they didn't handle business with buddy Mr. Kells and now with no now with no punches and and no kicks and yeah like, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and that was reported yeah I, I remember I, I was, he, okay he got beat up and now no 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 oh what you talking mm-hmm. about you talking about oh they got that <laughs> the booty bandits oh they got that <laughs> oh they got that I'm glad we clarified and that was coming that was coming like. The, the inmate booty. information like no they yeah, got yeah. that the booty band is on loose they got that okay i heard i heard he was drinking piss oh, like they, they, right. they got that oh damn <laughs> they got that um <clears throat> we'll move on yes, we'll move on when a woman's fed up yeah bro we heard that fucking thing of they had niggas niggas in jail had him singing on the yeah, phone yeah, to yeah. people back home you think they didn't get them <laughs> they got that <laughs> <laughs> they got that sing <laughs> louder <laughs> louder nigga the fuck yeah man they had a thumb in when he was doing that Come shit out, bro. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> he 
<laughs> you ain't even have to go there, fam. The fuck? You ain't have to do that. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. I'm sorry that this snowballed perfect into what we were going into next. Um, Freddie Gibbs has been... <laughs> He's been having a hard time with, with Benny the Butcher and those BSF niggas, man. <laughs> They've been on this nigga ass all year, bro. He has had a hard time. Damn. The thing is, we heard Alfredo. I know. We heard the Benny track, classic. Yeah, bro. We heard the Conway track, classic. I'm like, what happened? What <laughs> happened in the midst of this? From what Benny said is, Freddie and his people talk a lot of shit. Said Freddie Gibbs talked a lot of shit that he didn't think people were gonna run into him in person mm. and address. We saw a, a plethora of months ago that barbecue video uh, where they were at a barbecue shack, mm. and it looks like the entire BSF. I'm not putting Benny in that. I don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I saw Benny, Benny in any there. of that. No, Benny might not have even been there. Yeah, Benny wasn't there. Yeah, uh, that was just somebody that, that looked. I was, at, that was his brother, Cinny. Ben- <laughs> <laughs> Benny was in the studio. Yeah. Ready, Cinny the Kutcher. <laughs> Cinny the Kutcher. He's a crip. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! On the hood. That's fucking funny, <laughs> Cinny the Kutcher. Oh shit! Uh, but BSF. Gave Freddie Gibbs a case of the fucking beats. <laughs> Smackdown. They punched down on yeah, him. Bro. It looked like it looked like maybe there was probably about five, six niggas that was with yeah. Freddie Gibbs, but there were about sixteen niggas. Oh yeah, they were with BSF. They were for sure outnumbered. Got stomped out. It, it looked like the the Martin episode when he fought. Uh, what was it Tom? What was his name? Tommy, Tommy Hitman Hearns. Tommy Hearns. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Martin afterwards, when his face was swelled up, that's how Freddie Gibbs looked. Freddie Gibbs' face was. F- was damaged yeah man to violated to the point where he did his next show in a drill mask mm-hmm. on a, in a mission mask trying to cover up the scars man the swelling yeah but of course he had to get some air during that concert he pulled that mask down and they snapped pictures yep um he he was lumped up they had punched down on bro yep. um and i think in that same brawl <clears throat> there were some chains that were snatched there was some jewelry recovered by BSF, mm-hmm. and Benny somehow was gifted Freddie Gibbs' girlfriend's chain. Right, because Benny wasn't there. No, no, not at all. He was not there. He was gifted. He was gifted that chain. Right. By Freddie Gibbs. Right. <laughs> Straight from his neck. Bro. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He was right like, bro, you want it? You Just tell your niggas to come over here and take it off yeah, my neck. Yeah, bro. And his niggas came over there and claimed the gift. They said bet. Yeah, they retrieved the gift. Yeah, man, you know. Off of his girlfriend's neck. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But uh, but yeah, like you said, Benny was on Instagram, posted some pictures, some uh, some videos of him wearing the chain. Oh, he's big flexing in that chain. Yeah. He's, of course, Freddie Gibbs is one of the older rappers in this generation. Mm-hmm. Benny, too. But um, I don't think he's as old as Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. He, uh, he referred to him as a dinosaur. And because it happened... Uh, the altercation happened in a barbecue shack. They now refer to Freddie Gibbs as what is it? Uh, so we we would have to play. It. Um, let me let me play dino- it real quick. OG Dinosaur Barbecue. Yeah. MC Dinosaur Barbecue. And I'm glad you guys got a little bit of that audio. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now he I, ah, that was that was Cinny. <laughs> that was Cinny talking. Cine that was not Benny. 
Send it to Kutcher. Yeah, CSF. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas real life cribs, bro. <laughs> bro like, I was like, damn, I was like, y'all cribbing like that? Yeah, man. Send Kutcher CSF. Uh, but yeah, they, they took them chains. Yeah, bro. Um, Freddie Gibbs, uh, you're not getting them chains back. It, uh, it's not looking good. Yeah, bro. You might as well write them off. You're not getting those back. <laughs> I hope you wrote those off yeah, already. Bro, this is some real gangster shit. Like, them niggas don't play around out there in Buffalo, bro, as you can see. like they, New, they New will, York, period. They That's, will run down on you. Um, And it's just a different setting when you're thinking about 16 to 20 to 40. Like, when you're talking about, and I don't want to get into a whole lot of it, but when you're talking about, like, affiliations mm-hmm. with, like, you know, like sets, shit like that, uh, or or round the ways, so like yeah. with with homies, niggas like that. You dealing with armies of they, niggas, we and people who have or if they from this hometown, they have family. You dealing with uh, gang of niggas. You dealing with gangs. Yeah, you, bro. You dealing with forty niggas at a time, and you can't fight. You can't fight a whole hood, especially when you. Uh, where's Where's Freddie from? Uh, I'm not sure. I can I can double because, check on this. But he wasn't on his turf. That's the point that I, I hope that I'm right about. He's from Indiana. Indiana. So, yeah, definitely not on his turf, far away from home. Um, and like you said, niggas can call favors any day, bro, especially when they, they know the, the turf. Yeah. Niggas calling in favors. Come yeah. on, now. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, yeah, he, he grew up in Indiana. It wasn't like I, I was born here and moved to New York, born and raised in Indiana. Yeah, bro. He's a Hoosier. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> this nigga from where Michael and them from. Yeah, bro. This nigga's from Gary. <laughs> Gary, Indiana, 20, bro. He's thinking from 2300 Jackson Street. <laughs> Talking to BSF like that. Nigga, you knew no, they was going to punch down on your shit. Nigga, have you not heard the plugs I'm at? One? Like, nigga, what? <laughs> or two? <laughs> this nigga's just crazy, bro. Man, he thought that because he sold dope way back when that he wasn't. St- <sighs> niggas is really like that, bro. Freddie, I love Alfredo. You got to stop talking to BSF like that. Yeah, it's. Um, I wouldn't say shit from this point on. No, Freddie keeps talking that shit. Like he, I know, bro, because he got to. Sometimes, bro, like I, I said this before. Sometimes as a rapper, I think you have to be a person that you really don't want to be. Sometimes they're not always those people, and that's the worst part. Man. I know, bro, because like honestly, and I don't know, Freddie. I'm just saying though, as a man, as a person who's already been touched. You maybe would want to tread lightly and not go that route again. But as a rapper, as a as beef is started, you have to <laughs> respond. What if Freddie was like, "Ain't even hurt that bad." <laughs> <laughs> they gonna knock on the door before he can even finish his sentence, bro. They be mm-hmm. at the door. He's not playing, <laughs> like, nigga. We have the drop, like, bro. They not playing, bro. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. The the worst part about this for me before we move on is, Kari, when you run with five, six, seven, eight niggas. You feel safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sucks to know that even with all those niggas, you still are not safe. Like, you have to travel with an army. Mm-hmm. And that's when you ha- no, when that's the battle on whether you're going to be a real nigga, whether you're going to be pussy. Because are you going to travel, you're going to pay yeah. to continue to travel with all your niggas? Or do you hire security? Right. It sucks being a rapper sometimes. Do you hire security? Yes, you hire security. If you're Freddie, do you hire security? Yes. Because then it's, I slapped this nigga out so bad, (laughs) he hired security. 
that's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm alive. Shit, that's how I'm looking at it. Them niggas could have killed you, bro. He can't. It's just a bad looking rap game, Corey. It, no, I know, I know. But you asking me, just like, well, what would I do? Even if I was <laughs> in the rap game, bro, like, I want to live. No, nah, but Corey, like, this is going to sound crazy. We have a trajectory, a large trajectory. And we do this podcast. You think some rappers are only going to get mad at what we say at some point? Yes. But they know this is our job. So I think I would hope they wouldn't try to come run down on us. Because then we're going to have to have like us and our niggas slap these niggas out. Because like, because I'm not these niggas and I'm not academics, nigga. Exactly. Yeah, you're not calling me a bitch on my show. I was about to say, yeah, I can't, I can't wait till what? the day I, that do happen and I have to show niggas. I'm not academics, <laughs> nigga. <gonna> like... <laughs> Call him a bitch on his show. I'm not Ack. I'm not Joe. Ooh. I'm not Sheesh. Not none of these niggas, man. Yeah. I'm gonna just put the strap on the table. <laughs> put that thing <laughs> while on while we interview. I'm gonna just have it sitting right there on the table. That's that's cool, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> you better shut that like, shit I hear up. You, I hear you, dog. <laughs> you better shut that shit the fuck Keep up, talking. bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I say. Sure. I, I wonder sometimes if you think those things the way I think those oh, things because yeah, yeah, I'm like sure. you know we're. Someone's gonna have a problem with the shit we say one yeah, day. Yeah, we're getting in a dirty game for sure. So yeah, oh, it's I a know. very dirty game. I know, I know. Shit could go south any day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we be like, bro, the music just not for me. Uh, <laughs> it ain't bad. It ain't trash. It's just not for me. Yeah, I'm just thinking like there's gonna be a lot that comes with this. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a rapper, rapper. Yeah, bro. Oh my god! And then we gotta spit back on the track. Like yeah. now, I have to invite the like I have to invite the trouble by dissing the ops. Oh, we gotta make diss tracks. Oh yeah, like there's <laughs> gonna be somebody at a certain yeah, point that's gonna be like, oh my gosh, like all them niggas just do is sit there and talk, blah, blah, right. fuck them niggas, and all. And I have to come back, and we have to come back, or you'll have to come back on Monday or Thursday and be like, yeah, and fuck that nigga. <laughs> oh god, f granddad. And then we pulling up to the next show with 48 niggas. <laughs> because 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 Kari decided it was fuck him. I was gonna say, then we are officially, officially in the rap game. Uh, ooh. Now mom Duke's making calls worried <laughs> right. about the pod and oh, shit. God, like oh, they thought it was sweet and she it's not sweet anymore. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, bro. I see it. Mm. I see it. Why do we stop right here? <laughs> no, <laughs> let's cut it out. No, I'm just playing, man. <clears throat> I'm ready for all that. Um but let's do it. Uh, let's let's go on. Are you ready to get out of uh, Freddie yeah, Gibbs yeah, BSF? Yeah. yeah. Now that we're uh, thinking about the rap beef that's coming, because <laughs> um, I've talked a lot of shit. I hope they don't start at episode one, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> you, bro, please. <laughs> I hope they don't start at episode please, one bro. because uh, boy, are we in for it. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna pull it back one day. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, it's I just, know. It's just like old tweets, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, brother. Just like that. Now, at least we've, uh, now that as from the very beginning, I, I made sure that we established a certain, a certain level of dialogue that like, you can't even say this on the pod. Like you can never say things like this to where like, you're never going to come get us. Oh like, yeah, like, It's never going to get that. It, it can turn to beef, yeah. but you're never, you're, we're never getting canceled. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's going to be like some Charlemagne shit. Yeah. Like you, like, you can come get us. Like it's going to be a hot take, but yeah. going back and forth, talking shit. Yeah. But you're, you're not going to get to pull us <laughs> off the air. I, I no, made, no. I made sure of that. And we made sure of that from jump. Yeah. Oh, I can't, <laughs> can't wait though. 
No, I almost did a bleep moment right there just for fun. <laughs> but I don't I don't want to have to go into further editing. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait though. Well, let's let's move on. Little baby, that documentary is out. Mm-hmm. It's out on Amazon Prime now. Um his rags to riches story. Yeah, yep. Came out over the weekend. I saw a lot of people tuning in. This is going to be something that I didn't get into right now, but I think uh I think for you as well. Mm-hmm. We'll have more for this on on the Thursday pod. Yeah, for sure. It's just a busy weekend. I wanted to. The music was more important this this weekend. So um, yeah, I'm gonna get to this, bro. I definitely want to learn more about his story. We've said it before. We know like about how he went to jail and got out, and how you know people was paying for him to go to the studio, shit like uh, that. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to be a rapper, right? But I, I want to learn more about like his child, like what drew him to rapping how did you become a rapper you know what i mean i want to learn more about that i actually might watch that this evening see like it's gonna be a nice little chill evening like yeah. smoke something i'm not yeah. there getting my hair my hair twisted up tonight yeah you know? bro it's gonna be a nice little chill thing and i bet it's a great doc great <clears throat> watch uh like we said drake was in there thug was in there and i just saw a lot of people talking about it over the weekend so i know i know it's great okay yeah i'm gonna definitely check it out i'll probably check it out this this evening as well yeah i'll probably check that out um, this is this is the accountability part. Kari, did you check either of those shows that I asked you about? No. This, I fuck Kari, man. Fuck Kari. I told you why, though. I told you why. What? I ended up getting busy. I told you. Oh, no. I, I didn't remember that. Yeah. I told you. <clears throat> yo, I've been telling Kari to watch the Wu-Tang documentary for like a year right. to the point where, yo, I literally rewatched the entire first season yesterday. Damn. That shit is fucking fire. How many episodes? Probably like 10, something like that. Okay. But, um... But nah, that's that shit. It's it's too good. It takes the second season for them to start making like into the Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. But literally, it's it's because these niggas used to shoot at each other's mama's houses and then turned into best friends. Right, that right. rap it's crazy crazy stories. Yeah, but um. Uh, I'm going to tap in, bro. That way we can come back to the pod, I promise. He's going to tap hearing, in, look, guys. You're hearing it here. 170 It's on wax. I'm going to tap in for the pod. Okay. I got you. We'll see, guys. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but what we did tap into, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, no, let's stay in Lil Baby for a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see James Harden's fucking birthday party? I did, bro. It looks like uh, it was very extravagant on a boat somewhere in the middle of the ocean. Everybody gets invited to these parties but us. Hey, the James Harden parties and the Diddy parties. Bro. I just, God, God forbid Diddy... Like, God takes Diddy before we go to a Diddy party. Mm-hmm. We have to go to a Diddy party, Kari. Yeah, bro. The uh, the Rock Nation brunch, too. That's one that's on the list for sure. I think they stopped doing those since the pandemic, oh, haven't really? they? But uh, may- maybe not. But, um, but yeah, Diddy for sure. We have to attend a Diddy party, Kari. Diddy, <clears throat> bro. Um, but, but, yeah, back to what I was saying. This looked like one of those type of parties. It was an all-white party. Star-studded. But stars, right? But outside of it, for me, fuck the stars, and even <laughs> even in the the Diddy um, Rock Nation brunch type of thing, fuck mm-hmm. the stars. It's the vibes for me, yeah, like bro. success, um, just a whole lot of good times mm-hmm. and money in the motherfucking building. All white, all white is what James Harden had as a party. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've seen the viral video of him throwing a cake into the river or to the ocean, whatever the fuck that was. I'm yeah. sure it was an ocean. I'm like, what? what? Yeah. What what you do that for? It looked like one of those bottle girls like cardboard cakes. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look like a real cake. Yeah. Definitely wasn't a real cake. I could tell cuz it would have it would have failed before he got it to the 
the, the he, window, whatever. Yeah, the, as carelessly as he was tossing that thing, yeah, like yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't have thrown a hole into the the fucking ocean. Yeah, bro. Um, but the part that I wanted to highlight was before or after the party i'm not sure where that was it was inside of some building little baby gifted james harden two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for his birthday <laughs> wow. sorry this nigga's on a max contract i know bro <laughs> jesus christ but nah bro um Rich friends, shit. I, that's all I can say. Like that's a label advance, Kari. He just threw him. That that's literally the advance QC gave baby for for his <laughs> new album. That's what uh future charges for a feature. He just charged me that price for that fe- uh pressure licious. Mm. He just charged her two fifty for that. Baby just handing it out like here. How do you um? I'm not really relating this to baby. I'm just thinking about this and the the thug the thugger standpoint mm-hmm. you think thugger ain't gonna think about them doing shit like this now what do you mean say it again do i think thug we talked last gonna... part about how potentially the bread could be slowing right you think that they think about that now like i was gifting niggas hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, yeah, for their birthday they, like, they, yeah. i was buying niggas lambos oh, and yeah, bentley's for sure. and shit for that i sm- i smashed that fucking Thug, you think Thug is in there? He's like, yo, I smashed a fucking Bentley. I smashed a fucking pink Bentley. Yeah, I threw, I threw them that extra hundred in the club that night. I, I for sure thinking about all I, that. I called that man at the airport an ant. <laughs> he did call him an ant. Um, yeah, for sure, bro. When when you in a slammer like that and they not seeing no daylight, I think they was doing twenty three and one. I think we had said that at one point. Yeah. So of course, all type of thoughts is running through their head. Unfortunately, so. That's that's the only one that I thought about the most. The man that um they were like, no, you're not a peasant. Peasants step on ants. You an ant. You an ant. I remember that shit. That was that was old thug though. Yeah, I know. Thug came a long way, bro. He don't even. It's Jeffrey now. What do you think the nigga from the airport thought like when he saw that like they had picked thug and gunner up on the Rico? He probably celebrated. Steak dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Little wine. Mm-hmm. Red red wine. That's one of those steaks where like. You eat it rare just so you can see the paint because it look good. Give me your best wine. Mm-hmm. What's the chef's name? The, sh- the Chateau 1962. Yeah. I want to personally thank the chef. Absolutely. Shit. Yeah, you do different <laughs> shit. <laughs> you do different shit on something That's like the that. type of shit when you find out they got the ops. Yeah. They, they they finally slid on the ops. Got the drop on them. Mm, when they slid on the ops, finally. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Niggas just get to sit back. Niggas be a roof Chris and shit. Because it, it might be the one op is the reason why you can't go outside no more. The reason why you ain't been able to go to the steakhouse, go to the mall. He, you've been worried about him. You find out they finally got him. Oh, my. You outside. Oh, oh my gosh. I can go to the club again, nigga? Celebrate. Me bro. and my girl can go to the... I can take my mother to dinner again? They slid on that nigga? Yep. Okay. On them ops. Nigga <laughs> said on them ops. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how that how I got there from James Harden. Was it little little Baby? Good. Yeah. Little Slammer? Baby, 250. Yeah. It's all good. 250. <laughs> are you thinking, like, what are you thinking they would have think, like, they were thinking about what they did with their 250s? All the money they didn't throw. Yeah. And now, like, they said it's drying. We got to worry about lawyers, yep. things like that. The well's running dry. But I but I put a bat through the Lambo. Mm-hmm. For the album promo. Yeah. I remember. I remember, bro. It's all good. Freedom Boys again. Freedom Boys. We're going to keep saying it. Is 42 still locked? Yes. God damn. 
Sucks. Yep. <clears throat> All right. We got to move on. We got to move on. Murder Inc. The Murder Inc. Doc. Yep, yep. Episode three. It gets more and more and more exciting yes, every man. episode, Corey. Yep. I love you, bro. This one was based around the spark and the uh, the success of Ashanti mm-hmm. as a singer, the blossoming relationship between Irv Gotti and Ashanti, um, the rise and fall of Ja Rule's stardom as it pertains to 50, 50 Cent's emergence as a, as a dominant rapper. Yep. And we also see the entrance of legal troubles enter the life of Irv Gotti and everyone around him at Murdering Records. Yeah, this was another just jam-packed. Yeah, this is one of those. I mean, I know you got to do it. It's only five, but, bro, they, they killing it. They killing it so far. He is. They're doing an amazing job. Now, outside of, I understand, ladies, uh, and I sympathize with y'all on some of the stuff's corny. Herb doesn't need to be doing this. But outside of that part, oh, this is a hell of a documentary or a docuseries so yeah, far. Definitely. They telling it all. That's what I'm That's what I'm loving. They're being honest. They telling the facts of everything that happened. Um, and I agree as well. Like, yeah, Irv, when he, when he gets to talking about Ashanti, some some shit, like, he got to get over that shit. I understand that. Sometimes it's cringy. Um, but outside of that, bro, they're doing a great job. They're doing so a far. wonderful job. Um, let's let's talk about the emergency. Uh, the emergency. The emergence of, of Ashanti. Okay. Where do you want to start? <clears throat> um, we don't have to start in a specific place. Um, I, I was really just recapping. Okay. Let's start uh, just with the success of the album. Let's go there first. So the album goes double platinum. I don't know how how fast. I can't remember. I think it was within a year uh, from what they said. Okay. Her first album goes double platinum. That turns her to an elite star. Um, So automatically, well, let's start with the fact that she thought she was going to be a singer like, like Whitney Houston. Mm, um, this is good. Yeah. She thought that she was gonna get to use her incredible range right. to sing. Irv said, "No, fuck that. We have what Murder Inc. is calling the Murder Inc. sound. Yeah, we just really want you to be sexy, calm, cool, talk." And you know, big ups to Irv for seeing that vision because it would be hard to tell somebody something that they're good at do it a different way it's really hard for for you to be really good at singing and for somebody to be like hey we don't need you for that right don't don't go so high all the time that's basically what he was saying he didn't he said he didn't like when she took her voice super high um but imagine telling an, an artist who like you said that's all i ever wanted to do like no i'm gonna make you a star this way um Shout out to her for that, and shout out to Shanti as well for you know rolling trusting. with that. Yeah, yeah. trusting him because a lot of people will say, "No, fuck you." Yeah, uh, there's other people that are gonna make it work this way. Right, right, right. Um, but there was hit songs in that. So after the first album, like I said, it turned her into a star. She became basically the star of Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, in that exact same time, well, it was more towards the second album for Shanti. Fifty Cent had uh he had gone away. Because he had been shot nine times. Yep. We saw that in episode two. You know, Ja Rule talked about, you know, that wasn't us. That was them street niggas trying to take your head off doing what they do. Right. 50 Cent took his time to recover from his nine shots. And it was almost like they said, basically, like he fell off the face of the rap game. He came back after he recovered 
and now his name's Smoking. He done put out two mixtapes, and we've already, if you know this rap game, you know this is the beginning of that legendary 50 Cent mixtape run. Like, before the mixtape era of, like, the 2000s, 50 had a mixtape era smoking. This was a crazy run. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too many people at that time, like you said, uh, before the albums came, that was really competing or rapping as well as 50 was. Yes. And when you know 50, of course, you're watching the docuseries and you're growing emotions toward this this record label, mm-hmm. it's almost like you don't want 50 to win anymore because it's like you've grown this love for Ja over the past yeah, couple like, couple of episodes. But you know how, like, it's like it's like one of those movies that you've seen a million you times. You know how it's going to end, but you just want it to end different. That'd be different. the worst, bro. That'd be the worst. And you start hearing the stuff come up in the year, the year 2002 come up, the year 2003 come up. Um, and they said the one word that I knew it was over. They said 50 Cent dropped Wankster. Yeah. When 50 Cent dropped Wankster, he damn near he damn near took the whole rap game for his own with that with that one song. Like, it, it was, was over. It was over. It was over, bro. It was over. Then he dropped the music video making fun of Ja Rule in the music video. It was over. Yeah. Um <laughs> like even outside of just for Ja Rule, mm-hmm. it was over for rap, a rap game when here, 50 yeah. dropped Wankster. It for was sure. the beginning of the Get Rich or Die Trying promo. That was it. Yep. That was it. Um, wow. And basically, Irv and Ja Rule said they, they got to watch their stardom or Ja Rule's stardom crumble mm-hmm. right there. Like one day you can be the tip top and the next day it could be all over. That shit crazy. It happened fast, man. It like, happened right fast. In front of them. Even if you think about it, because even though we were just little kids, hearing the hit songs of Ja Rule, they were quick. It was quick. As if you compare it to hearing hit songs of 50 Cent, you heard 50 for a decade, damn near. I mean, it's, he didn't last for a decade, but his, his hits rang on forever. Yeah. Yeah. The Limelight, you heard Ja Rule. It was quick. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was there and it was gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. 50 just became that nigga. He just did, bro. Like, um, and I was, you know, it's hard for me being, trying not to be biased because I told you. Yeah, 50 was your favorite back then. The the, the time period that we're talking about when he took off the mixtapes and Get Rich Die Trying leading into the massacre, all that, that nigga, you couldn't tell me 50 said wasn't the best rapper out, you know? So, um, 50's he, posts all of them. All I told you, I thought he was Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, facts. But uh, even me watching the doc, though, like you said, like I'm low key rooting for these niggas. I'm like, damn, I want y'all to win, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Knowing though that it's over, and knowing how it all started, finding the origin of it, you're like, damn, I want y'all to win. Yeah. But um, because because it, it just seems like Fifty is that type of nigga that. You always like hated, and then he went on and got rich and famous. So like he never learned his lesson for all the bad <laughs> right. shit he did. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, Fifty. Now, I mean, I love Fifty. I love Fifty, yeah, and I don't know that don't have shit to do with me. But right, but I know what you mean. It's just one of those like, and I don't have somebody <laughs> like that. It would just burn your fucking waffles. It would grind your gears. Yeah. That one, like, if you had a bully from high school and or from junior high, high school, elementary school, and that was the one guy that turned out to be a multimillionaire. He got the girl, the bitches. The life, the kids, the whatever, and yeah. you it just nobody ever taught him his lesson. 
That's tough. That's probably how they felt for sure, though. And it looked to for them. That's probably what fifty yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely how it's coming to be now in two thousand twenty-two. And even because even in fifties demeanor now he behaves just like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Like I was gonna say, of course we don't know, bro, personally, but he gives off that mo. Fifty still acts like that. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm, I'm bigger than you. I'm better. Than you. I got more money than you. He ran an entire promo a couple years ago. Just getting on social media and highlighting the niggas that owed him any money. It doesn't matter if it was $50. He was belittling niggas that owed him money. Yep. Yeah. That's 50 cent, guys. That's Curtis. That's 50. <laughs> 50. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this also detailed, uh, I forgot the other artist's name, but Vita, uh, Black Chris, um, artists like those talking about how Irv Gotti took so much toward ashanti when they began their relationship uh because you know they they did enter a relationship while she was an artist that all of the other artists on murder inc records basically got pushed to the side mm-hmm. because he was doing so much to promote ashanti and even when he wasn't promoting ashanti he was at the walkthroughs with ashanti mm-hmm. he was at the meet and greets with ashanti he was at the concerts on uh, with ashanti he was overseas on tour with ashanti to the point where he wasn't back home in New York being a label head, being an exec. He was being Ashanti's boyfriend. I was going to say he was being a boyfriend, yeah. So it definitely took a toll on on uh, the the label for anybody not named Ja Rule and Ashanti. Absolutely. Um, it was so, a bread and butter. And anybody that wasn't the bread and butter at that moment got left behind. Yep. So Charlie Baltimore, that's the one that we couldn't. Charlie, yes. Uh, yeah, she's the other female artist that was signed to Murder, Inc. with Vita and Ashanti. And they were rappers. Um, so that's another thing. Like Ashanti's coming in and she was singing. These other women were rappers. They were more gangster. Right. And it was to the point where Ashanti's family and her mother didn't even want her aligned with those artists because you give off a certain MO. Mm-hmm. We can't have that MO over here. Yeah. That sucked. It sucks, bro. But I mean, it's not like that shit don't happen all the time. It does. I, I get them. And you would think uh, because this was more of a they actually had a relationship with Irv that you would expect it to be different. I understand where they're coming from, but that's the name of the game. That's the business. This machine is working. So we're going to put everything we got into this machine. And that machine was Ashanti at that time. Yeah, but that also doesn't mean don't help your like if I have artists on the label, my job is to to make sure those artists like Mm -hmm. if. I'm gonna try to get those artists to that 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 level. Right, I agree. With most labels, there's just other artists on the label. We've tried to get them to that that level. Mm-hmm. We've let them drop a couple albums. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. Really, to where it looks like on this end, it was like I'm not even taking the time to nurture okay. these these artists or like or nurture the relationship, the music, mm-hmm. anything like that. So it's kind of just like. Uh, and when it didn't work, that's their fault. You just because I didn't curb. even I didn't even try for your first album. Right, right. I get it. it makes sense. Like I said, I understood their point. It definitely made sense, especially from the label head um, not being the label head. Like you said, you can have a relationship that's fine, but when it starts to affect everyone else in the room, then there's a problem. My yeah, and an example that I was about to give. Okay, so Cameron drops an album. It does amazing. He gets another album. Jay drops an album, it does amazing, he gets another album. Kanye drops an album, it does amazing, he gets another album. Bleak drops an album, 
doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get this album. But they talked Bleak up like he was that nigga. That nigga still putting him on songs and shit. They worked. They worked with. They tried to get it to work with Bleak. Yeah. It just didn't work. Yeah. Um. And shout out Memphis Bleak. The nigga's still a millionaire making his M's in other yeah. places. But um. It was like we not trying with okay. these other artists like gotcha. with Vita, Charlie, like but just put the fucking album out and if it don't work, fuck them, get them off. Makes sense. Yeah. And they got casted to the side because all we care about is Shanti and jo- my best friend and my girl. Yeah. It's tough, man. Yikes. He talked about how he looked his wife dead in the eye and said, I can't be faithful. It's oh, over. Yeah. Shit was crazy. That's the industry for you though. And Irv, you know, he they said he was on a lot of drugs. He, lot, was, yeah. he was changing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a hard scene to watch just because uh what's the wife's name? Do you know the name? I, I can't, can't remember. remember. But anyways, he she was saying that, you know, she thought they was gonna be together forever. And she thought he'd never do that to her. He got to a point, you know, where he was just a man and he looked her dead in the eye and was just like, Hey, I'm not gonna be faithful to you. I was just like, Holy shit. But the thing about that, that's that takes a strong man. Oh yeah. Because most niggas are only going to lie to you. Yeah, bro. It takes a strong man and a strong man to love somebody like that and say that knowing that once I say it, it's all going to be over. It's over. It's over. So most niggas lie, number one, mm-hmm. to keep themselves out of trouble. And number two, because they know if they was to tell the truth, your girl's going to leave you. Yeah, bro. But uh, I'm, I'm not even trying to give credit to a a, a toxic nigga like that. But like, <laughs> a cheater, nah. It, sure. it, takes a strong, it takes a strong nigga to look the woman that he's been lying to about cheating and saying, hey, I'm cheating mm-hmm. and I'm letting you know I don't think I can be faithful. And this is the mother of your children, you know? That, it's <laughs> different, yeah. It's <laughs> different, bro, yeah. It definitely takes a stand-up guy to, to say that, uh, but... Obviously, you've already done your dirt. Um, but even on the woman's side, like to to accept that and and pivot out of that. Of course, he said, you know, he came home and all his shit was outside. Of course, oh, yeah, she threw his shit out. We know that, but she still pivoted and you know she got out of that. She ra- helped raise the children. You know, absolutely. I don't, I don't know yeah. what the relationship is now today, but well, she declined to be in the the um, the doc the doc. So yeah, we can kind of guess. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the ending of the episode, so foreshadowing to episode four, we're about to get into the legal troubles. Episode one, you saw him be introduced to a, a drug dealer slash my boss kind of kind of guy. Oh, gee. You're going to see this all come full circle. You're going to see them feds knock that door down. They're going to, they, at the end of episode three, you saw the feds show up to just about everyone aligned with the record label's uh, front door. and Family. Yeah, family, friends, label heads, A&Rs, artists, everybody. The feds are here. Yeah. And they knocking on the door, and they sweeping the house. That was how it ends. Episode four will be Tuesday. Uh, And on episode 172, we'll have that, that review for you. Yes, sir. Um, do you want to go ahead and get out of there? Yeah, let's do it. That's man. exciting as fuck. Yeah, I know, man. bro. I'm loving it. We can stay there all day, but yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Watch Wu Tang. But only reason I'm saying that is, bro, if you think this shit is good, nah, yeah, no, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. with me already knowing a little bit of everything, so it's the same shit. Like I'm gonna have the same feelings for it. I already know. If you think this shit is good, man. We all right, seen man. Anything? Let's go ahead and move on, man. We're into news. Let's get into the news. Let's do it. This was some weird shit. 
So we had got we had got a notification that a box of guns had mistakenly been delivered to a high school in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It said a it said a FedEx driver delivered the box of 30 caliber M1 rifles, a military style weapon, to Chester High School after a mistake was made with the delivery address on Friday. School district officials said the package was stored inside the school over the weekend. On Monday, a FedEx driver returned to the school to retrieve the package once they realized their mistake. Uh, they quoted it really was just an honest mistake. The addresses were very similar. The Chester police uh, commissioner said. Mm, not going for that. I was going to say. I'm not buying. That I shit. don't know, bro. I don't buy that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Sorry. Maybe maybe we just live in a time that like I'm too skeptical about everything. Yeah. This is my thing. If I'm an Amazon or a FedEx or any type of delivery driver. Yes, mistakes are made. And maybe I don't know what's inside of this box because it's closed. Right. But if I'm a, if I'm a delivery driver, I, I believe you, you should probably have to have some sort of certification to deliver firearms. Facts. They're not just letting anybody deliver Yeah, you, sh- you should know that I, I have dangerous goods in this. And if I pull up at a fucking school, I would double check the address again once i pull up the school like i'm like okay i handle dangerous goods that don't usually go to a high school let's double more than likely this nigga knew there were guns in here and that's where i'm want to get at as well i'm like is there not anything on the box that separates you know how shit when it's glass it say fragile when it's got dry ice it says it has dry ice that's what it. i'm saying this box don't say it got guns on it it has to Corey. it has to <laughs> that's what i'm saying it fucking bro. has to like that don't even make sense i've never like bought a gun in a box so that's why i'm asking i'm never i didn't know fedex shipped guns well shit they gotta get somehow but but I mean, I'm, I didn't know. I, I didn't know they shipped them di- like delivers yeah, yeah, yeah. direct to house. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Maybe this couldn't have been going. Maybe it is going straight to a house. I don't know. They don't say I've never ordered a gun. They said they were mind. military style. So like, why would this be going to a school? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe it's going to like a base, not actually being delivered to somebody's house. So yeah, but I'm with you. Like, how the fuck do you not decipher? This box has bullets and guns, and this one has school books or whatever the fuck that was supposed to get delivered to the school that day. Like, how does that, how does that not spread it out? This could have only happened if the driver did not know there were guns in this box. Oh, let's let's rest in okay. in hoping the driver didn't know there were guns in this box. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Honest mistake. Honest mistake. I just didn't read the address, bro. It was a long day. Long, long, My last drop before I go home. Absolutely. You know, I slipped up, guys. Yep. Um, Where was it at again? This was... uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, Pennsylvania. All right, Pennsylvania. I know. It doesn't sound too (laughs) Pennsylvania, though, right? I'm like, okay. I don't know about that one. Don't let it fucking happen again, Pennsylvania. We know that. Okay, look. It actually said right here, according to police, the guns had been ordered by a collector who owns an auto repair shop in a neighboring city. Like, how? Uh, how? A neighboring city and the addresses are similar? I'm not... All right. And you delivered them to a school? Yeah, I'm not... No, fire the driver. Yeah. Fire the driver. He knew what he was doing. I'm not fucking with that, bro. He's trying to set this bitch off. Queen Latifah. Um, we don't have to stay here long. You saw Boosie got pulled over and, and did set it off for the drivers. <laughs> I did, bro. <laughs> he told the, uh, the cop, whenever you done with this you want to come work for me i'll double your salary and i'll give you some bitches car boosie better not have no weed in that car 
I hope not. They pull Boosie over for smoking. It gotta be. What else? Or speeding? Man, please, God, let it just be I speeding. Think, yeah, I think Boosie know at this point, like, don't have no weed on. He get pulled over every day. He's bro. He's literally told us, and he's showing us. He gets pulled over at least three times a week. Yeah, and that's like bare minimum. My never. No, I was gonna say maybe you should move, but like. Nah, no, no, you can't let nobody run you up out your city for that. Yeah, and he in a good spot. He He's in a good it. spot. Yeah. yeah, so like he he fine, bro. But yeah, they they know his route. We said this before. Like they sitting on, him, they know your route. They waiting for him to slip up. So with you, I hope that he knows at this point. Maybe I can have a blunt or two with me, but don't be packaging nothing with you. Bro. No, don't have the blunt or two with you. I mean, bro, you can toss that. If you got a blunt, you can toss that. A blunt. I'm just saying, if you're you ever gonna seen smoke, live PD, yes. They like they like stop and go back on the trail and go yeah. back and get the blunt. But what I'm saying in <laughs> Boosie's case though, it's like they're trying to to get you and you know he smokes when he rides all the time. So don't smoke at all then. Yes. But Boosie probably is not gonna do that. In the car. Right. But I did see it. He did say he would double um the cop's salary if he stopped this shit and come work for him. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Nah, yeah, niggas not fucking with that. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, I didn't want to stay here long. We can go ahead and move on. Um, California, Car, I want to move to California, dude. <laughs> blue, uh, blue state. California is set to ban gasoline cars, uh, gasoline and gasoline cars, mm-hmm. by twenty thirty five. So by the year two thousand thirty five, no one in the state of California will be able to operate a motor vehicle if it uh, if it requires gasoline. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. I mean, this is just, they're just preparing us for the future. We've told y'all before, like, they're, we're on our way to all electric cars, eventually. Yeah. Um, but that's closer than we think, bro. 2035? That's crazy to think, like, in 13, 12, 13 years, you can't have a gas car in this state. That's pretty crazy. Um, I don't think it's too crazy. So, announce the decision to ban the sale of all new. Okay. All new cars. So, there will be no more new oh, cars. Oh, okay. That that's that makes more sense. So, at by the year 2035, no more new cars can come in the state gotcha. that aren't electric. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes more sense because what are you going to do about that that person that's 60 years old? Yeah, that's what I was And like, they're not getting another car right now. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, and I mean that that's good for the, for the planet, bro. Because nigga, we may not even have a planet in twenty thirty five. The way sh- the way shit burning around is all. No, but it's cool. I'm pricing my uh, I'm pricing my place in Sacramento right now. It's okay for sure. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Um, Why Sacramento? I don't I don't think I want to stay in Los Angeles. No, I, I don't. I'm just asking. You been in Sacramento? No, uh, I have. Big Kings fan. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. Uh, I've just been talking to Mike Bibby. Oh, and uh, Vladi. Oh shit. Yeah, my bad. We just been lining a lot up. I forgot you tied in. Yeah, Mike. Mike. He was like, "Why don't you want to go to Florida?" I was like, nah, "It's too hot. I want to go to Florida, Mike. I'd rather." He was like, "But have you heard of Sacramento?" I was like, mm. Mm, "You were a king up there." He, he was like, "I'm the king of kings." I was like, oh. <laughs> "And then he tapped me in with Chris Weber." Shut and up. I was like, "Chris, you did a stint over there too, he like did. early 2000s." He loved Sacramento. Okay. And he was like, they got weed there now. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Sacramento. Okay. Nah, but I, I really been looking up more on the city. Keep it 100. Like, yeah, bro. Uh, Sacramento's nice, though. I've been. That's why I wanted to ask you. No, no, no. I've just been looking up key things about the city. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very nice, very quiet. 
Uh, Sacramento and San Diego are really like my favorite. Okay. San Francisco as well, but I haven't been since like 2010. San so Francisco is back. hard, man. I got to go back, but that shit, I mean, California is expensive, period, but I feel like San Francisco is like LA when it comes to like prices and shit. Okay. Yeah. San Francisco is fire. And, yeah. and that seafood out there is just, yeah, it's, that, it's yeah. amazing, bro. It's amazing. And it's, it's sitting right there on the coast. Mm-hmm. So you can get seafood for like cheeseburger prices yeah. like i had a lobster roll for like five dollars yeah they just brought this out the back from the water yeah yeah it's probably the <laughs> shittiest lobster ever but i had it <laughs> it was good no it was fire they have a lobster yeah. roll fucking place in in the mall food courts with with lobster yeah that's different we don't we don't get that out here yeah yeah not even at the fucking border yeah but yeah man uh it, it's great to see for sure, um, man. California boys one day. Cali coming soon. Yeah, man. Um, do you have anything else for us? Uh, Yesterday was the anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech. Something I just wanted to, to mention. Okay. Martin, Martin Luther King. Your brother. Yeah, yeah. You know, frat brother. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Um, but no, nah, bro. Outside of that, I ain't have nothing. Okay. Yeah. Shout out MLK. Shout out the I Have a Dream speech. Yeah, uh, Shout out our people. A lot of progress made because of that speech. A lot wouldn't be here today without that speech. Uh, the notoriety from Martin Luther King would still be there, but not as much without that speech. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, Martin. Yes, sir. But, yeah, that was all I had, man. We can go ahead and close it out. 170. All right, man. This is episode 170 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we checking out. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Only bitches, you can't even get an invite. Benz MG signing on the door like Fucking bitches wherever I land like this Fortnite Told the truth and you was sitting in that court, right? Getting top from famous bitches always get my mind right Remember being broke, now I'm the nigga in the limelight In that 63 massage seats get my spine right Bitch, I feel like Nas, all I needed was just one mic Where was all these hoes when I was broke, I ain't get one bite Now these niggas begging me to link, I be like, yeah, right I don't have a problem spending thousands on some off white Baby ass logo on this sweater cost me 800 And my mama meet my other bitch, you better not say nothing The mirror sweats tied up at the end, I feel like, hey, crumble too short and a Lamborghini from the burn rubber. Two thousand dollar jeans just to put my legs in them. I let all my bitches spend a night. I'm in the bed with them. If we don't fuck, it's not a problem. Get ahead to me. I don't now recall my old hoes. They all dead to me. Told her I just want the head till I learn something. Long list of bad bitches. Yeah, your turn coming. Told her if you suck a good, you might earn something. Asking me about his bitch, I ain't heard nothing. In the kitchen, smoking on the counter like I burn something. Jeezy, where you at? What you want? I just stir something. Hundred dollar fade, yeah, no problem. I don't get tapers. I don't have a problem facing woods. I don't hit papers. If I got a problem, go to Prada, get a windbreaker. If I hit a model, then she gotta be a sin taker. If I had a problem, I know killers owe me ten favors. I don't have a problem getting bottles at the big table. Seen your bitch on live, I was finna join. Two bitches trying to lean, told them flip a coin. Little niggas pockets hurt, yeah, Brandon Roy. Irritated, I got top, now I'm full of joy. And so baby daddy, yeah. Good times we want sure.